awesome. Kleenex. What's the Kleenex story? Because I feel <laughs> yeah. congested. I'm it's still getting, allergies. you know, oh, I'm you, drinking now. I thought we were going to get emotional. Yeah, I thought it was part of the kit. <laughs> I thought we were going to get emotional. I'm cry. Well, just in case. Four microphones. Just in case. <laughs> a box of Kleenex. <laughs> That's part of the you kit. You never know. You said that <laughs> nothing is off limits. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker's Studio. My name is Ralph. And I'm Michelle. And we're here at uh, Michelle's place. We're in her lovely backyard. Yeah, enjoying the lovely weather. And we've got with us people from Tradecraft here in town. We have Alex Velez and Joe Jimenez. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. This <laughs> is your second time, perra. Yeah, I Alex. Know. It feels better than the first time. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember the first time I had Acetunas before you guys said before I showed up. Yes. Yeah. I do remember. Yeah. And we had some Fernet, and it was delicious. And Corona. And, and Corona. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> the popcorn tasted really good, though, when we were eating. It was a, it was good. Time. Yeah. All right, so. so Tradecraft. What do you do there, Alex? I am the head bartender, the HBIC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the head bitch in charge. <laughs> and you, Joe, what do you do at Tradecraft? Uh, I own it. Very nice. Yeah. We have to thank Joe for, the, for this great bar. And the great coffee there. Oh, yeah, coffee's good. Yeah, yeah coffee's, coffee's really real good. good. Yeah, the coffee is really good. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. No, it's kind of disappointing because <clears throat> the coffee's so good there that I can't drink coffee anywhere else. That makes sense. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> All right. So, cool. Michelle, what do you have? So, tell us about yourself, Joe. Who is Joe Jimenez? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what do you want to know? I, I guess it's uh, bar-oriented, right? It's yeah, liquor-oriented? bar-oriented. So, funny sure. story. My first... A uh, sip of liquor was actually Shivas. Uh, my oh, dad used to always have it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he <would laughs> you tried to contain yeah, that. Yeah, my parents, they they, uh, they they fixed up the yard, you know, one year, and uh, they decided to have, like, a little picnic or whatever outside, and uh, my dad said, go get me some Shivas or refill my glass, and then I just kind of sneaked it in. But that was mm-hmm. my first Very real nice. introduction to, to liquor. But my parents have actually been in the liquor business before I was born. They've been, they worked for Weta. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I've been around that for a really long time. I mean, we always had a really robust uh, liquor cabinet. I mean, it's not like uh, craft stuff, you know. But <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, Jack, Chivas, uh, Buchanan's, oh, Pucanas, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not say it correctly, but it's regional, right? Um, but yeah, so did that. And then uh, in high school, I always threw some really good parties um, and I wanted to do hospitality and uh, started working at the Marriott. Uh, and did their restaurant management there, uh, and then moved on, and then I ended up at Brick and Mortar as a barback, and uh, I did six months as a barback, six months as a bartender, and then I managed it for about a year and a half, um, and that was like my first real introduction to the bar business period, and I'm sure you all have been to Brick, or you know of Brick, I or you've seen pictures of Brick. I once, um, and I got out of there. I got to say, I mean... Apart from the clientele, yeah, um, which I it was I, too young for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got to say that you know Mario and Jose, which were the the owners of Brick, they were ahead of their time in the sense of the aesthetic of the place and then the beer selection. I mean, mm-hmm. they had Old Speckled Hen, they had Whole Garden, they had all three Chimay's, Uh, You know, it, it, they had La Fin du Monde. And they had a bunch of stuff, and it was ahead of their time, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool. Um, you know, we always had a constant uh, influx of craft. Well, not craft beer, but import beer. You know. Back then, that was the introduction to it, right? You know? um, and then uh, it was also a high volume bar, so you know 
getting to do uh, adios motherfuckers and, and, <laughs> and, and vodka cranberries all the time was, uh, you know. But I mean, you know, back then that's all you really knew. You yeah. Know? I mean, we're talking seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <clears throat> I left to do motel bar, which was down the street. Uh, that was like more of an anthro, you know, like mm. uh, a nightclub. Um, I, I I opened that place and I managed that place. And then, because uh, she and smells my dog. Maggie loves Maggie. Maggie. <laughs> she smells my dog. Um, and um, so, yeah, I was at Motel for a while. Um, a lot of high volume, a lot of bottle service. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of really, you know, just high volume stuff that now, looking back, you're like, ugh, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, from there, I went to the Monkey of all places. Wow. Uh, and that was a little rough. Uh, that was That was a learning point for sure. Um, and again, it was high volume. It was Bud Light, Miller Light, Ultra, you know, two-dollar domestics, two-dollar wells. I, I still even remember the specials. Wow. Um, so, uh, yeah. After that, uh, the GM from from the Monkey left and did Luchador on the East Side, and we did the East Side, and that was interesting because that was when the East Side was really blowing up. Um, Luchador kind of came at the right time, the right place, Saragossa, you know, all that stuff. Um, so it was interesting. I, I was only managing the day. Uh, I should actually mention that at the Monkey, I was only doing day. And then huh. Bush Door, I was only doing day. Running the kitchen. Because I had actually had kitchen experience before. Yeah. Um, so I ran the kitchen, and then I did the, the, the day stuff. And that was, I mean, that was just crazy. I mean, Bush Door just kind of hit it, you know, out of the park, you know. Yeah. Um, the first year was just <coughs> stupid crazy. Um, learned a lot there. And then they decided to open up uh, downtown for, you know, whatever reason i guess to, to kind of uh play on the the, the ballpark stuff and uh so I, I they knew that i had downtown experience so they went they told me just go ahead and open it so i opened it uh it was a little rough uh <laughs> to, to say the least the kitchen is you know the size of my office almost you know <laughs> uh it's ridiculous but uh I did that and then there came a point where i was just like do i want to keep GMing or do I want to open up my own place? You right. know? Um, so I took a couple of meetings with some people. I, I, I you know, one thing that, that, that's always stuck true to me is that, um, or stayed with me is, is that there's money out there, you know, as long as you go and find it. Uh, so I took some meetings. I, I talked to probably about 10 people, uh, landed on, on, on a, on a partner. And, uh, I had already, I had already started kind of researching, Tradecraft and the style of bar that I liked and that I wanted, um, and that kind of gravi- that I gravitated towards. You know, maybe it's because I've been doing high volume for a while and I wanted something a little slower paced, right. or for whatever reason, um, started researching, started you know looking at stuff, and it's kind of cool because you know now and in, in back then it was 2014, 2013. What's good is that you can look at Instagram, you can look at Facebook, and you know you don't have to go around the world. You know you don't have to uh, travel and kind of see stuff. You know, yeah, you can experience it and stuff, right? I mean that's always good, but. Uh, when you when you look at it on Instagram or online, you kind of get a sense already what it is. Right. So I didn't need to travel to New York or Chicago um, and, and see that, or LA and see that stuff. Um, so we did that, uh, Open Tradecraft, and here we are, two two years later. Well, yeah. for me, it's it's two and three quarter years because uh, I've been I, obviously I was working on it and, and the build out and everything else yeah. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that oh, yeah. two, and a half years. So, oh. two and a half years for me yeah two and a half yeah, two and a half years yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it'll be officially two years May 22nd yeah uh, yeah May 22nd yeah it was uh, it's been a ride man if anything it's it's been a learning experience for sure um, lucky enough to have Alex and, and 
it was funny. Like I, I still remember when he came in, the, the, the bar was still like a white, you know, spot. Uh, it, it the, the, the brick. I mean, I'm sorry. The the brick wasn't up, right? No. no yeah, no. the brick wasn't up. The the wood wasn't painted. Uh, there was still tile on the floor. Uh, and then we went to Hope and and, and we kind of talked for a little while and and, and I was super critical uh, in, well, in that interview too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and uh, you know the rest is kind of history. Yeah. Yeah. Also to note, we went to high school together. Yeah, oh. we did. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. We did. We did. Hey. Yeah, that's a secret. To together. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm a year older than him. Yeah. He was yeah. seven. I was eight. Yeah, wow. I was seven. Oh eight. Cathedral. Um, it's funny. Put, you know. How do you put up with that? What? What? Going to high school together? Yeah. Oh. You know, we didn't really talk. No. You know. No. Then kind of pass each other. Yeah, it's funny about you know Cathedral that it's it's so small, mm-hmm. but there's still clicks. But then those clicks kind of intertwine at the same yeah. time. Um, I knew, I mean, you kind of know, I mean, you have such a small class. My class was like 114 kids as opposed to, yeah, yeah I mean, that, you, know, you go to public school like Franklin or Coronado or something, and it's huge. Um, so you kind of know faces, but you don't really get to talk to them. You just see them between classes. Uh, excuse me. So it's, it's, it's funny, man. Uh, excuse me. Cathedral, cathedral's kind of, um, it's all over the place. I mean, Octavio went to Cathedral. Rafa went to Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's yeah, a lot of Cathedral kids. There's a lot of people kids. in yeah. the industry. Yeah. yeah, and then no. you know you get into the, the Loretto <coughs> connection as well, and I mean that's even more of a of an extension of that, you know. Right. Um, but it's cool, man. And, and Alex w- is has been a huge help. I, I think that Tradecraft would not be where it is today if Alex wasn't a part of it. Um, cheers, Alex. Oh, yeah, thank cheers, you. man. Cheers Alex. Alex. Do you see? The, they're the Kleenex yeah. right there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you mean Tradecraft wouldn't be around if I was constantly <laughs> bitching about everything? That's, yeah. That's what I do uh, there. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. But I get stuff done, but while yeah. I bitch at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, uh, it's it's been fun. Uh, it's been a ride for sure. Um, so yeah, that's 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 Joe, I guess. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. That's it's, it's a bit of a long story, to be honest with you. And I apologize. But it's a, no, it's a cool no, start. No, that's cool. I guess we're done. Thank you for. Coming <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. kind yeah. of like times up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that 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 whole timeline kind of just shows what El Paso is in a way. Yeah. It's like. Tons of high volume stuff, and then bam, you get some craft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like I said, man, I, I give huge props to Jose and Mario um, because they were ahead of the time, man, and that kind of sparked it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, just the aesthetic, like the, the brick, <coughs> the wood, the wire. Um, you know, not so much the cocktails because I don't. We never had a menu for one, <laughs> two. It was always just wells, and then we had Stoli, and you know. You know, all the, you know, the, the high volume stuff, you yeah. know. And um, we were also connected because I also worked for Jose and Mario. Yeah, uh, exactly. At the same time he did, but I worked yeah. at No Fish. Yeah. Oh. No Fish, uh, yeah. Which was also way ahead of its time. Yeah. yeah. Great, yeah. great yeah. place. I Thank miss you. it. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. I miss working there. But Both food way. and, yeah. you know, beverage wise, yeah. it really was ahead of the time. Yeah. yeah, it was way yeah. ahead of its time. And I don't think El Paso could handle it back then. So. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it sparked, you know, that red and wine bar? Red and white? Red and white. Yeah, yeah. red and white. Yeah. It opened on the east side. Yeah. They were kind of trying to copy and stuff. But, yeah. you know, they tried. Um, I'll give them props for that. They didn't make it, did it? Mm-mm. No. Well, actually, no, they yeah. opened two, actually, because if I remember correctly, the Toro Burger that was on Cincinnati. That was right next to No Fish. Ended up red being and red and white. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. That's when we were moving. Yeah, here. that's when we moved in. I never yeah. went there. So, so. It's, been, it's, been, it's been fun. Um, it, this can only happen in El Paso in the sense that. You know, you're you're around the same circle, but you don't right. really get to know each other, and you know all that stuff. And El Paso is is, is like that, man. It's it's a large city with a small city mentality. Yeah. And mm-hmm. You get to like, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> you get to, you know, I totally. guess, pass by people and 
they end up being a big part of your life, you know, yeah. two years ago, two years later, you know. Yeah. Yep. So what is a, <laughs> what is a focus? What is the deal with Tradecraft? Where do you want to take it when you open it, and what has been for Tradecraft? You know, obviously, it, it kind of changes over time a little <laughs> bit. Um, <clears throat> Because if you don't adapt, you're gonna die in the city. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, yeah. um, you, you kind of have to. Uh, you know, originally it was it was gonna be super strict um, when it came to the cocktails and, and everything right. else. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, with my background with uh, dealing with beer distributors and, and wine distributors, I still wanted those uh, good beers. Right. You know, right. Um, the name of the game, the name of the game in the city, unfortunately, is is buying power. You know, you know that I know that we all know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, the people that that are the bars that that have buying power do. But light, no light, ultra, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. Um, but I still wanted, I still wanted a robust craft beer program, uh, and and a really good wine selection. <coughs> you know, I wanted boutique wines, uh, craft beer, and then liquor. Um, it's it kind of involved in the sense that uh, now the cocktails are are adjusted to what the El Paso uh, taste, yeah, taste yeah. It, yeah. is it, <coughs> yeah. is going to or needs to be. Um, it's been an uphill battle. I'm sure you guys know this. I oh, mean, yeah. No, you, know, you have to adapt, like you yeah, said, it, always. It's, it's been a super hard uh, uphill battle when it comes to, to craft cocktails. Um, I feel like now we're kind of getting to a place where uh, it's it's our palates are now being explored better mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. now the, the customers are now kind Adventurous. of saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, it's yeah, because people are very set in their ways, and I always say this. Yeah. I agree. Ooh, that's when know what they like. I remember the first six months we opened, I would I'm even behind the bar, I'm a very confrontational person and if you say something to me that rubs me the wrong way, you're gonna freaking hear about it. And you know that. Um, in a very offhand way. In though. a very off yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm really sassy very, about it. Yeah, very yeah, very, yeah. Very, yeah. very you know, backhanded. Passive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was <laughs> not not that I'm bitter or anything, but uh um That's just who you are. Yeah, I know. But uh when we first, the first six months of opening the bar, I remember so many people would yell at us because we wanted to stick to our guns. We didn't carry big name brands like Grey Goose or Cucumber Vodka and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And it was so difficult. But later on, probably after the first six months, is when I realized that I could coerce and talk people into. Coerce. Co yeah. <laughs> like That's the word of the day. Arm. That's an SAT word, coerce. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, ten in, years later. Ten years later. <laughs> into basically to getting people to try new things. And. I'm going to pat myself on the back with this one because I love myself too much, but the best phrase I ever said in Tradecraft was to a gentleman who was mad at me for, I don't think it's because we carried Michelob Ultra or something like that. And I said, well, I can find you something that you, you know, is comparable. And he said, no, I want a Michelob Ultra. And I said, you know what, sir, this bar isn't about accommodation, it's about education. And when I told him that, he got a sympathy for the lager. Nice. Very nice. nice. Yeah. He got, he, he, it's, uh, you ever seen uh, The Real Rock and Roller? Or The Rock and Roller? Mm-mm. No? Okay, so, so there's this section where, where uh, this guy gives him a backhand slap, and he says, if you give them a, the right type of backhand slap, they're transported to, the child, to their childhood, and they can be told anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that, that's kind of how I feel what, yeah, what happened there. You know? that's, I, and, and it's nice because now I don't have to have those arguments with people really anymore. Now yeah. it's people are – a lot oh, of people yeah. – it's even weird if I hand people the menu 90% of the time because they know what <clears> Tradecraft <throat> is known for and the things that we do. Yeah. They won't even look at the menu. They immediately ask a staff member to recommend something or to yeah. custom mm -hmm. make something, which is, it's refreshing. It's nice to see that that's, that that that's, that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. yeah, that people don't come in. People come in and already know these people don't have cucumber vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
they're gonna make me something that I'm thoroughly gonna love. I think in the two years that we've been open, I've only I've only overheard somebody ask for a chocolate martini like once or twice. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, go to, there. You know, yeah. Go to the Black Orchid I, I Lounge the, and get that. I get those all the time. Yeah. And you know, back to his point, yeah. uh, we actually opened with Lone Star on the tap wall. Oh, uh-huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. It didn't sell for shit. Wow. Really? Like, at all. At all. That's and then we had Michelob cool. Ultra. We had Mill Light, and we had Dos Equis. We had Bud Light too. Bud Light too. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't sell for shit. No. Uh, at all. And we just did away with it. Nice. Uh, kind of oh, wow. stuck to the gun and just said, let's just do it this way. Yeah. You know? Granted, you have to have, you have to prepare yourself and, and have beers that are comparable, right. both in price and in flavor. Yeah. Um, but, you know. How's the Miller High Life doing? Yeah, we, I sell like maybe one a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and hint, hint. It's it's, it's my least, personal crusade. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I'm not even kidding. But at least people like know yeah. now whenever they go in there. Because I we started like that too, very strict, but we mm. had to accommodate too. Yeah. yeah. You know, to the point where I'm like, I didn't want this, but to be fair with the highlight yeah. or high life thing. So we do uh Joe actually does this uh <laughs> uh what are they called? Uh, Boilermakers. Boilermakers, there we yeah. go. Totally forgot. It's Lic- <laughs> uh Estrega with Miller with High Life. Miller High Life. And I will give you credit on that one. Okay, it's, good. Yeah, it's fine to have. Okay. <laughs> Although it's, I, I will say that it's not an original concept. You no. know, just in yeah. case you know who's listening. Um, but yeah. it's not an original drink. Right. Uh, but I tried it. I wanted to try it, and it was pretty damn good, to be honest with you. And whenever I'm a little tipsy and and, and somebody mm-hmm. wants a shot with me, then I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Mini versions. He does like little half and half versions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we you used to have do to. trailer park mimosas with that too. Trailer yeah. park. Lone Star and Orange Juice. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the the Miller High Life actually. Oh, Miller High Life. Yeah. Okay. It's champagne and yeah. beers. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. that reminds me. And I tang. skipped the It's supposed to go with tang, but I didn't have fucking Gross. tang. In between. That's real classy. <laughs> in between uh, the monkey and Luchador, I actually worked at Eloise for about seven months. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I totally that's forgot about that. Obviously, you can tell that it's not that big of a deal, <laughs> you know. Um, it's like yeah. also Eloise, yeah. I guess. Yeah. You know, Eloise is, is I don't know. It's a good establishment. It, it is. It, it is a good establishment. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it, Jim is, is Jim, and, and he has his, his, his ways and, and what he wants to do and what he wants to accomplish. And to be honest with you, you know, after Brick, before Tradecraft, I, that's probably the, yeah. the closest craft. thing to yeah, what yeah, the closest thing to what I wanted. Okay, you know? that uh, makes sense. Yeah, and infusions, you know, uh, yeah. wide range of, of beer cans and beer bottles and stuff. And that was pretty cool. Infusions. Yeah. I think we talked well, I about it. I think we talked about while. this in the last podcast. Yeah. My disdain for infusions. Oh yeah, that's right, we did. <laughs> so Joe I'm and I don't agree on everything. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually a good thing. Yeah, you know, like if if I need to bounce something off somebody and and I want somebody to sell. It, Say those is the way it's supposed to be. Then I'll talk to him, uh, a couple of other people, but mo- mainly him, because obviously he's very opinionated, but he's also very passionate. Um, so I- if I push for something, he's going to say no. Um, if I really push for something, he's still going to say no, which is good. <laughs> you know, it's still pretty good, whether I do it or not. Anyways, it's, I mean, it's it's null and void. Yeah. You know, I'll just sit there and roll my eyes and uh, go, will you go do smoke it? a cigarette. And but will coffee. you do it? Yeah. Eventually, I'll yeah. get to he, it. He's rolled his eyes a couple of times, and then a couple. Yeah, well, a lot. <laughs> I roll, I roll That's good though. You know, I've, I mean, I come up with some Actually, bad the ideas. Mo- yeah. The moment that he doesn't roll his eyes, that's when you yeah. should worry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, true. You know, I mean, there's some. There's been some times mm-hmm. where we both come up with 
or either of us come up with some really bad, bad ideas. ideas. But that's how you come up with good ideas yeah. is, is yeah. by using but the crap I mean, if yeah. you don't put those to the test, how are you supposed to know if it's going to work or not? I mean, we go through the same thing and it's like, oh, shit, that was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even like at Tradecraft, the cocktail making process, when we start writing menus, it's a lot of trial and error. And oh, I think yeah. the errors are the, and you would know, you know, too. Mm-hmm. The errors are what make great cocktails. Yeah. In order for you to do something great, you have to fuck it up first. Yes, you oh, yeah, do. For sure. Because then you won't learn. Just mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> one of our, in my opinion, one of our best cocktails, the Cooper's Cafe, started off as a Ooh. Bailey's. Oh, nostalgia. that's one of our favorites. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. came up in the last podcast, too. The last yeah. time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I wasn't here for that. Because it's Thanks. so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it came out. It, it, at first, it was a mistake. You know, it, it just wasn't right at all. I think we were drunk, too, right? We were drunk for a lot of that, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, I'm not even kidding. If you don't get drunk to make your cocktails, well, you're and not to be honest with you, that's not a good thing. Like, no. we're not proud of that. To be honest, <laughs> no, with you. the when Tradecraft was built, I remember it's Tradecraft was built on the back of sweat, tears, and a lot of fucking booze, and a lot we of booze. spent a lot of two booze. months intoxicated every single day for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Wow! It to the point that drinking became a chore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, like for the first week, it was it was cool, it was yeah. fun. But and after that, it was like fuck that. And you know, we were mm-hmm. tight on money because it was starting to open up. We went from eating Papa John's to eating Little Caesars. Yeah, it was the <laughs> saddest time of my life. Um, <laughs> but then I remember one of the craziest. This I always tell a lot of staff members. And there's a lot of people out there when it comes to cocktails and liquor and beer that are very pretentious and you know say, "Oh, I don't drink Miller Lite," or "Oh, you know they 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 laugh at things like that." But I remember after one day of menu construction, we were there for eight hours. I went to, lo and behold, Aceitunas. I think I mentioned Aceitunas more than anything else in these podcasts. Uh, in life. Yeah, in life, really. And I have a Miller Lite, and it was the best damn tasting beer I've ever had in my entire life. After drinking all of that complicated really long stuff. Time. Yeah. But th- th- this is going somewhere. And I'm, I, I will admit that I'm not proud of this, but yeah. uh, I used to actually just after like a like a hard shift or something, yeah. a really stressful shift or in between actually, I go to Hope uh, and have a Lone Star. Yeah, Lone Star. You know, mm-hmm. well, so that's what we could afford back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. That's what we could afford for real. back then. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Oh wait, did uh, I go? we're out of beer. Are we out of beer? We need to get beer. Juan. Beer before Juan we is, cheer. Is our yeah. our little. The Oh, I have a glass right here. Oh. Server guy. Oh. How do you pronounce it? La Chouf. La, Chouf. La, Chouf. La Chouf. Oh, that's also my position at Tradecraft is I help people translate stuff and pronounce things properly. Like we had a we, we literally had a uh, what like an hour and a half discussion on the on, on, on goose goza. Oh yes, okay. <laughs> that's a good one. Well we're all gathered here. G O S E. It's a sour beer. It's a okay. goza. 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 Correct. Gose. Yes. Gose. <laughs> and then there's Juan. Uh, <laughs> uh, goose. Goose. Okay, so goose. Joe had, um, a couple weeks ago, I would say, went to go visit the Jester King mm-hmm. Brewery, and he took a brewery tour, and the girl kept saying the word goose, goose repeatedly. And Method of goose. Yeah. Method of goose. And, <laughs> and so, fun fact about mean that a lot of the listeners don't know i have a master's in psycholinguistics you have multiple masters have so that's mo- one of them no i have two bachelors and a master's oh, oh sorry. yeah you're welcome uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so i uh i know oh, languages shit. and so joe oh, joe came in oh is it good it's 10 percent oh so joe came in and said it's pronounced goose that's what the girl at gesture king said and my vast knowledge of languages uh, said, absolutely not. It's pronounced Goza. And he said, Goose. And I think we argued about this for like a solid week. Yeah. 
And he sends me an Instagram post from Jester King of them brewing the what he thought was pronounced goose. And it's hashtag. Yeah, hashtag G-E-U-E-Z-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> which is actually a different style of beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which in Dutch is pronounced chuyza. But I guess in English you say goose. That's weird. Yeah. So J-O-S-E is pronounced? Goza. And J-U-E-Z-E? Chuyza. Now you know, people. Now you know. You learn something every day. Cheers. Cheers. Well, we actually had an argument with Michael about pronunciation at of, the bar. Of what? What do you say? Uh, we say kochi, and he say koki. What are you guys talking it's about? It's uh, technically it would be koki. Okay. Oh, See, shit. because the CH there's a ch and it's and Italian. It, yes, and it follows the C, so it's koki. Hmm. What about mar- is it maraschino or maraschino? Maraschino. I say maraschino. Ah, girl, get it together. Because you're an American. <laughs> I think one of the first or the earliest like pronunciation corrections that he did was it's not sinar, it's chinar. chinar. Oh, it's chinar. Oh, yeah, chinar. yeah chinar. That one it's I do. Chinar. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear that sinar, I hear it. Sinar? We have a new staff member who says it all the time, and so I constantly have to correct him. Chinar. Chinar. Sinar sounds, chinar. sounds like poison. Way to, like, <laughs> yeah, way to call him out, bro. Love you, John Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, China. man. China. Chinar. 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 Uh-huh. Chinar. Chinar. <laughs> that's no, one of those ambiguous box. bottles that just sit there, but with us, with us it's, I think we're on our second bottle, third bottle? We've had a lot of them. We've yeah. used a lot of them, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like that and Galliano and... <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> hey, Galliano, we're like on our sixth. Which yeah. is, Seriously? Which is yeah. a, a feat for any bar anywhere <laughs> in the nation. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I haven't had Galliano in a while. You it's actually very underrated. I like it. Yeah. yeah, it's very underrated. Just because people don't know how to use it. Yeah, yeah, yep. because every time they... Uh, Harvey Wallbanger. Uh, I don't like uh, Wallbanger. But you, you no carried at your bar, right? No, yeah. I haven't had it in a long time. Girl, how the hell are you open then? <laughs> because in order for you to open a bar anywhere in the United States, you need an open sign <laughs> and a bottle of Galliano yeah. on the far left. I, right did, I, did, I did <laughs> open with right one. I did open with one. Even Ase Tunis has one. It has two, for God's sake. I'm sure they've been there since 1986, but it has two. We uh, we use them for tiki's. I remember mm-hmm. tiki's. They actually gave us little tiki mugs. Yeah, yeah it's actually pretty cool. The, yeah. the like the the tiki guy is is holding the Galliano like oh. you know like a koala. On, on the tray. <laughs> yeah. It's actually pretty cool. And he has a little butt crack. And the name of the tiki that specifically goes in that cup is called Playa de Cachete. Yes. Oh nice. Yeah, and he has a little butt. Guess who who named that tiki? Who going on? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, you want to start with the questions? Let's throw a question in Let's there. Let's ask some questions. So is this Let's a new start. list? Yeah, I rewrote the... <laughs> yeah. Very cool, very yeah. cool. Color-coded. No, not It's very good. I'm just... I I, I don't want to get fucked up before we do Jessica King. <laughs> I'm kind of just looking forward to that, to be well, honest Oh, I screwed that up. Sorry. I'm going to get some water, Sam. All right. So let's ask the first question. So let's ask Joe first. What historical figure would you like to have a drink with? And what would that drink be and why? FDR. Bourbon. Very nice. Yeah. Why? Simple. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm a history major with a minor in business. Oh. Um, okay. And I, I, one of my favorite presidents or one of my favorite historical figures, period, is FDR. Um, what he went through and, and what he did. Granted, mm-hmm. I mean, no no president is, is – I'm getting all political here, but no, no president is, is – perfect yeah you know he had his faults but he also did some really cool stuff um but to me what's more more important is just the bullshit that he did go through you know um from his illness yeah 
to having polio. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah, to, to to World War Two, to dealing with Stalin, uh, to kind of dealing with with. Um, oh man, this is this is where you know that I've drank too much already. Um, man, the British, British dude. Yeah, the um, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Churchill? Yeah, there you go. Um, like dealing with him because you know some people think that that Britain and and the U.S. have always have always been buddy buddy, but FDR also manipulated you know Churchill. So uh, it'd be fun, man. It I, I I'd love to talk to him. And from all accounts, he was really funny. Yeah. So um, it'd be great to kind of sit down and and, and have a glass. Have a fireside uh, chat. Yeah, yeah. And Alex, who would you have a drink with? Oh shoot! I think yeah, I said Ernest Hemingway last time. Yeah, you did. I mentioned Ernest Hemingway. Who would I drink? This, this is gonna this is gonna hurt everybody's heart here at the table, but I would love to have a daiquiri with Sasha Petrosky. With who? Sasha Petro with who? Because <laughs> he's not. Oh yeah, you're yeah, not bartending. He's not. <laughs> Sasha Petrosky is my bartending hero. Uh, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people. A lot of people's really. He was a the epitome of. I wouldn't even say he was a craft bartender. He was just a genius bartender. He was a bartender. Yeah, he was a bartender and absolutely very good genius. bartender. Though. Uh, and he loved daiquiris. He loved a lot of things, really. He, he liked to drink. And the funny thing about him is that, you know, he's he's known for bringing back the old school style of bars. Right. Um, but he kind of stumbled upon that because of the relations that he had to go through ah. with his location. Um, but that's a that's that's a great sign of a business person is when they can adapt, and and they can run with it. You know. So uh, what is an old style bar? Like okay, so. That was a little broad of a term, huh? Yeah, old style bar is kind of yeah. a broad term. Okay, so um, this is not the ultimate definition. This is just my definition. Um, classic cocktails, craft cocktails, um, something that you use fresh juices for, uh, you, you use garnishes for, you use classic uh, liquors, you know, maybe not in all your drinks, but in most of your drinks. Okay. Right. Uh, you play the ambiance. You know, when you come in, you step in there, and you feel it. Like, it's, okay, it's a chill place. It's not a place where I'm going to get fucked up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not a place where, where I'm going to be a sardine, but it's a place that transports you back to a different time that you've never been there you right. probably don't even know what it was like but you still feel it you're gonna feel like Frank Sinatra yeah, yes. uh, yeah or even in, even older yeah. when yeah. even older when yeah. I bartend I every drink that I make I like to take people back you know into the early 1900s even late 1800s uh, and and Sasha Petrosky was able to Transmit to make that. yeah, yeah. he he mm -hmm. he Especially when he came around, which was the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, the cocktail had almost completely vanished. And, and by that I mean there was loud music, there were DJs, people wanted drinks where they couldn't taste the alcohol, they were doing it strictly to get stupid drunk. Yeah, and fast. Uh, and fast, and you're getting these, these brightly colored, technicolor drinks that matched the ambiance of the club. And so throughout this techno wasteland, Sasha Petrosky magically showed up and, uh, and decided... He was ballsy, man. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. He really was. There was no guarantee that that bar was going to do well. And by that bar, I mean milk and honey. Yeah. Uh, no guarantee at all whatsoever. You know, but he took it, he ran with it, and it fucking went. It's yeah. a cute story. Every time I close the bar. That's true. I know I, that. I play yeah. a song. Every time I close the bar, it's called Every Night About This Time. And I play the version by Fats Domino. Uh, when Milk and Honey closed, Sasha and his wife, Georgette, danced cheek to cheek until the sun rose. After the bar closed, they left the table, the glassware everywhere. It's 5.30 in the morning. Uh, it was the last day that the bar would be open. And they danced to that song. Uh, and it would be the last time that Georgette got to dance with Sasha. So every night when I close, I play that song right before closing. Wow. Powerful, right? Yeah. And that's what the tissues are on the table for. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The last time we got to dance. To, to Sasha? Yeah. Oh, shit. I 
I drink too fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you don't want to say that, it, that you want to get drunk. I know. That's why I'm more This is all rapido, your fault. Rapido, rapido, rapido. Oh. Sasha. Sasha. Next question. So all right. So if, if you were to die and come back as a beer, wine, of, or spirit, which one would it be? I'm sitting out of this question. You already know the answer, so. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's not for you. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't know. Um, if I were to say that, the question If one you were time? to die and come back as a beer, wine, or spirit, which one would it be? Like, what would it be? Champagne. Uh, a case of Lone Star. No, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's a really good question. I guess I'd have to think about it. Um, but it'd definitely be a classic um, uh, yeah, it could be oh. in a form of a cocktail. Old Fitzgerald. Okay. Old Fitzgerald. Bonded. Really. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> what is in an Old Fitzgerald? No, it's it's a liquor. It's a li- it's what a is an Old Fitzgerald? Then? What the Bonded. Hell? Bonded. Bonded. James Bonded? Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> Somebody wow. throw up. I'm a software developer, guys. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know. Please enlighten him, Perra. It's Joe's question. Um, well, okay. So bonded is bottled and bond, um, which means that it, it's, uh, it adheres to the regulations that were set forth by the government uh, You know, back whenever it happened, the date escapes me. Um, but it's really cool, and I'll tell you why I like it. I've seen... Some really old school bottles, um, like ones that people find in garage sales, um, and it still tastes fucking amazing. Bonded is a, it's actually, it's prior to Prohibition, right? The law was enacted prior uh, to Prohibition. I believe so, yeah, yeah I believe so. Um, but think of um, beer laws, you know how Germany has their purity law? Bonded yeah. was almost the same regimen when it came to making American whiskey. Okay. And there are still, we, uh, I have a lot of bottles that are brand, uh, bonded at the bar. We have a, we have a Laird's bonded apple brandy. Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. We have a old granddad. Old granddad um, Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Mm. Yeah. I think that's it for uh, now. Uh, Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill is, is Heaven bonded. Hill bonded. Yeah, I think so. Um, but if you ever get the chance to try mm-hmm. the the bonded Applejack, oof. Any bonded, really. The Laird's. Oof. Any any yeah. any bottled and bond liquor is is going to be amazing. And I'm sure you can find old granddad at Specs for not that much money. Yeah, yeah and, I think and so. It'll get you real trashed real quick. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even have to be like super expensive. No, yeah. or, you know. And that, that's a great yeah. thing about stuff like that. Like most of the bottled and bond, yeah, bottles are pretty goddamn cheap. Yeah, even they the Lairds. Are. and the Lairds is by number one of the rarest bottles to find. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the Pappy of the South. If I don't, huh. yeah, mm-hmm. it's the Pappy of the South. You mean the north? Or it was the Pappy? Of the, I'm sorry. Correction. It was the Pappy of the South two years ago. Or the south or the north? Because Pappy's already from the south. N- exactly. Like, in, in New York, you could find it anywhere, but you can't find it in the South. Oh, okay, I got what you're saying. Yeah. As in, Pappy <laughs> can find it in the South pretty pretty, uh, pretty widely. I drank all my best, guys. <laughs> Yay. Good for you. You want some more? <laughs> would it be Fernet Bronco or would it be Bronco Menta? Mine? Okay. So, in case the people listening don't know, Menta just hit the shelves in El Paso. Oh my yeah. god, it's so delicious! Yeah. Um, and it is, it is amazing. Oh, and so from, um, I understand, Menta actually <laughs> came before Fernet. Menta was the original, the OG um, recipe. But there are also two completely different styles of liquor. Fernet is a Fernet, and then Menta is a, a Menta. 
I guess. <laughs> yeah, because Fernet is... Because Fernet is Fernet. And yeah. there's a lot of other companies that make Fernet. There's a lot of other distillers that make Fernet. So when people say, which one do you like better? I'm... Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> yes. They're like, yes. Because they are, they're two they're different styles of liquor. Because they're different. Yeah. Now, two different things. if I die and come back as a liquor, it's going to be Fernet. Wait, let's see. <laughs> yes. Okay, Fernet Branca, to be precise. Fernet Branca. Yeah, there's your answer. Very good. How we know this? Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ralph? All right, so let's, let's do a new question. Woo! Oh. Oh. And I think I know your answer, Alex. Maybe, uh, maybe. Okay. But what is your most treasured possession? My virginity. Ah! <laughs> Did you know surprised? that was coming? I was going to think the Switch. Like, Oh, no, I didn't even get the Switch. Oh. No, I just got Legend oh, of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I tried to take a week off of work, but somebody wouldn't let me. Oh, man. <laughs> you had like 40s off after that. Well, yeah, but I had the avian flu. <laughs> uh, I've been planning the avian flu since E3. The Zelda, <laughs> he has a Zeldian flu. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually wearing a Zelda hat. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if you can see it. Yeah. Um, I, my most prized possession. Uh, uh, oh, what is my most prized possession? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. What do I adore more than anything in this world? Other than yourself. Other than myself. Frenet coins? Actually, fun fact, I, yes, I would probably be my Fernet coins. I have them locked up in a box in my closet. Really? And there's a lot of other bartenders around the city that constantly keep them on them. They try to show off, and they go, where are yours? Why don't you bring yours out? Oh, Because yes. those things are Not 500 the way do- to do it. Yeah, those are $500 a piece, stupid. Why do you think I want that in my pocket? Oh. I just got mine. I know. Lock them up. I will. Lock them yes. up. Lock them up. Because that those are probably my most prized possessions, and they are locked up literally in a lockbox in my. Dude, closet. it takes a while to get. Yeah, to how, earn do you, those how do you things? You have coin? to earn them. You don't yeah. just you don't get them. You it's earn them. A little bit of luck them. too, which is yeah, which makes yeah, it even fun. Yeah. You have to be really lucky. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I did see your picture, Michelle. Yeah. Have we shared it on the page yet? Got to show yeah. off. We have. No, because I'm a humble person. Mm-hmm. There <laughs> are very few <laughs> coin holders in El Paso. I mean. In, Anywhere. Can we can we can count them with we our can, hand? So it be who's, four, who be well, it's me and you. Yeah. Joe Poe. Joe Poe. Uh, both Caesars. Mm-hmm. That's five. Sean. Sean. Yeah, Sean. Is that it? I think that might be it. I think yeah. there's six of us in El Paso. Ooh, am I the only I girl? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. When, you, when you say it like that. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I have a steel reserve coin. Oh, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I do really like Steel Reserve as much okay, as Okay, we'll give you that. It's cool, <laughs> but it's not for <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty badass. All right, Joe, All what right. is your treasured possession? Uh, two answers to that. One's melodramatic, one's actually kind of fun. Um, one is, uh, so my great-grandfather lived till he was 98. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> he, he was a... Uh, cattle rancher mm. in, in Mexico and uh, one day a, a bull hit his head and he turned uh, deaf. Um, wow. Yeah. And the man lived and, and I mean it was, it was pretty damn cool but anyways long story short uh, I have his crucifix. I'm not religious yeah. um, but I have his crucifix. Um, when he passed it was passed on to me. Uh, and then my fun most prized possession is the uh, Yamasaki 18. 
Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm. I'm never gonna open that bottle. I have. <laughs> I'm not I have even kidding. seen it in person. Yeah. You have. I have. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Really My cool. Yamazaki 18. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I opened the 12. I actually bought the 12 and the 18 at the same time, and then I opened the 12. Uh, but I'm never gonna open the 18, like oh. ever. If I get another bottle of 18, then I'll open that one. Will you inherit that to your kids? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Jesus. Cool. You know, and, and try to convince them not to open it. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> I mean, it's really up to them, you know. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that'd be cool. You know, um, kind of cool when you pass things down, you know. Yeah, I mean, legacy. Yeah. Heirloom. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always here just in case something happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. There's gonna be a very large accident coming soon. <laughs> some avian flu. Some avian flu. <laughs> some <laughs> some <laughs> avian flu. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that Yamasaki 18 is is. Sometimes I just, I little, I'm not even kidding. I stare at it sometimes. Yeah, I, I would too. Yeah. Just like I take it out of the bo- out of the box. <laughs> just look at it. I stare at it. I'm like, damn. That's <laughs> and it's a gorgeous bottle, dude. It's got the black label, gold yeah. lettering. I mean, so the color of the it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm good, man. yeah. Honestly, it makes me feel good. Yeah. It really does. It really does. Cool. Yeah. cool. All right. So <clears throat> let's see. What is your or who is your favorite hero of fiction or real life or both? Those are some deep questions. You can't ask those when we've had liquor in our stuff. <laughs> That's why we're asking that. Because <laughs> you know? we had liquor. <laughs> and, if, and I know you're probably going to say Sasha. No. No? Time. No, we're going to go fictional this time. Oh, fictional. Yeah. Oh, is it my turn to answer? I mean, it's both of you. Whoever you wants to go it? first. Yeah, I'm thinking about um, it. Go so ahead. this isn't everybody's definition of a hero, but it's definitely mine. So I'm a large Harry Potter nerd. Bellatrix Lestrange is the most oh, amazing person yeah, in the entire world. That's a, good, good, that's a good answer, bro. Yeah, she is the most amazing, oh, absolutely amazing person in the yeah. entire world. Yeah. Um, what was the what was the question I was answering? Sorry, I, I finished my best. Who is your hero? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry. Bellatrix. And here's the reason I love yes. Bellatrix. A bunch of people shit on me for this because you know she she killed Sirius Black, but sometimes you deserve oh, it. Um, you didn't. That's what you think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Bellatrix, what I absolutely love about her is I'm a very passionate person. When I do something, I do it with extreme love and dedication. Bellatrix served, unlike everybody else um, in the Wizarding World and all the Death Eaters that served the Dark Lord because they were afraid of him or they wanted power, she did it because she was so in love with him. Uh, She was very in love with the Dark Lord. And she did everything she did was all out of love. Well knowing, though, that the Dark Lord is incapable of loving her back. Well, and to I mean, me, it yeah, is Voldemort. Because he was born from a love spell. When you're born of a love spell, then you can't, you're, you lose the capability to love. Um, but I think it's so cool as a character that she, it drove her mad how in love she Kinda was. Sad. Those are some deep cuts, Isn't man. it great? <laughs> oh. Some deep cuts. Yeah. And Alex is a Slytherin, if you don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm a diehard Slytherin. <laughs> Why does this Slytherin? Good. He Good. can't believe it. I'm an it's Seems good to like be. I'm a little darker than I no, it's because you're an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be a Slytherin amongst a world of Hufflepuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Hufflepuff? No, I'm oh, a Gryffindor. Okay. Oh, oof, even worse. Okay. Aye, aye. Next question. Well, I'm very kidding. Very <laughs> sad. <laughs> it's very sad. Don't tell me. Tell him. <laughs> All right, Joe. Hero of um, fiction or real life? You know what? I don't really have one, to be honest, or at least one that comes to mind. Um, Anything Star Wars related? No, not really. Um, heroes is a big word. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's 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 not said lightly. So I'm gonna have to pass on that because I really don't know. 
I, I couldn't really tell you. If, if, if something comes to mind, then I'll tell you, but yeah. I really don't. Don't call us. We'll right. call you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a tough question. Okay. okay what else do we have here? What are special questions? Make it an easier one. <laughs> okay. That was a really hard question. It was. I'm sorry. It really was. I mean, you've asked it probably a couple of times already. So. No, actually, you're like the second one. And also, if you look at the collective glass around the table, any question's going to be it's difficult. A lot. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what is your greatest fear? Your greatest fear? Spiders? I'll answer this one first. No, I, yeah, you answer that. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. Really? And, and not like in a geeky way, but uh-huh. because I cannot sit here and tell you that I don't think that aliens or, uh, or a more intelligent being do not exist. And if they do exist, they're way smarter than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they ever do, like, show up, yeah, we're kind of fucked. Yeah. You know? If they're but, able to travel you know, here, like, yeah. imagine the technology you know? they have. Just my girlfriend will, will attest to yeah. that. I mean, anybody will attest to that. That's, that's my, I, I don't believe in ghosts. Um, I don't. I, I love scary movies, but aliens to me are, are because they're real. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, they're real. Yeah. Not like in a nerdy uh-huh. or geeky sense or like yeah, Area no, Fifty One no. thing, but like it's impossible for me to sit, sit here and say aliens don't exist because I there's no way that we're the only only life yeah. life form. Do you in, ever look at the sky and get really nervous? <laughs> uh, no, but my girlfriend always like pulls little pranks on me. <laughs> it's, it's not cool. Terrifying. <laughs> It's not cool. Terrifying. Uh, my biggest signs movie. like yeah. I was about to say that that yeah. intense kidding. movie. Signs, yeah. Does really anyone good. remember the movie Fire in the Sky from like? Yes. The, yes. Okay, that movie made me afraid of aliens, and then I realized I'm actually not afraid of aliens. Um, <laughs> but if you are afraid of aliens, watch that movie. You'll die. No, it's awesome. I'll pass. It's based on a true story too. I think, like uh, a guy's uh, memoir. True in quotes. Yeah. Yeah. True. When I was little, I watched the uh, on Canal Cinco. I watched that um, aliens one where they they. There's like little pods in the in the pool. You remember? What? Oh no. yes, Cocoon. Oh yeah. That is an awesome movie. <laughs> it is, but it scared the fuck out of me. Really? <laughs> well, I was little. I was like five or six or something. You know? <laughs> um, it, it it was weird. It was weird. When they open it up and there's a little glowing alien. Yeah, that's not cool. Although <laughs> looking back now, the, the movie's actually kind of funny. Like it's actually yeah. like, it's, it's actually like like a it's horror a, it comedy type of thing. You know? be but it's still crazy. Funny the fuck movie. Out of me. Or at least back then. Yeah, that yeah. and clowns. I don't clowns. like clowns. Oh, <laughs> I fucking hate clowns. I love for the same clowns. reason though. When I was clowns. little, Canal Cinco, oh, like my, my grandmother would just leave me alone. No, you, you know, didn't watch you Nicolico. Know? No, I watched it. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. a fantastic movie. Did you it's just amazing, like okay, whatever happened last year? Remember all those clowns? Yeah. Were you oh. kind of like shitting your pants. Oh, I wish my I girlfriend was, would send me those like all oh, the time, Jesus. and I'd be like, that whole weird phenomenon. I wish I could have seen one of those in real life. I love clowns. Oh god! When you're no. five or six, dude, and you're just by yourself in a room, you're like, "Fuck!" I was by myself in a room a lot when I was five or six, but you didn't watch it. <laughs> no. Yeah, but it's not like you watched. You're playing yeah, Zelda. Uh, so yes, actually, I was probably playing Zelda or staring at the wall. Sure. <laughs> I, I was a weird kid. I grew up super playing with weird. a sword. 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 I'm, I'm not. I'm not even gonna. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I have. A, so. Weird fact about Alex, I actually have an irrational fear of celery, but that's not celery. my greatest fear. Yeah, I'm, the sound that celery makes, okay. That crunch? It, it's awful. It, like, it makes me very nervous. So um, we hosted what a uh, bartending gig at Tres Mariposas for all the month of December, and Tres Mariposas, yeah. of course, is a, mm-hmm. a beautiful store, beautiful clothing store, and I was making cocktails there, and a near and dear friend of ours, Chef Ruli, so everybody knows him at this table. Yep. Um, has Chef been on here yet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Listen to that episode. It's really great. Uh, God, I love Chef. But he set up food. food. And wine. He did food and wine. Yeah, uh, love him. 
Cake. He set up <laughs> uh, his food, so he had like pizza and wings, and uh, our and tables were a little celery. bit. Yeah, our tables were a little bit away from each other, so I didn't really kind of notice what he had there. And I was making a drink, and there is a, a, a lady that works there. She's absolutely awesome, but she has this bizarre gift of reading people's energies, and she's an energy worker. And I was making, I was literally making a, or I think I was opening a beer. I was making a cocktail opening a beer. And I heard this really loud, distinct crunch. And my entire life stopped. And this girl came up to me and she goes, your energy's different. What's wrong? You're sweating. You look nervous. And I had to explain to her that I was afraid of the celery that people were eating. And to make matters worse, this lady that was chewing extraordinarily loudly that damn celery to my right proceeds to walk up to me. And ask for a gimlet. Oh, Jesus. Chewing celery. Nice. <laughs> I hesitantly so gave her... Why? Why? I mean... I it just... just it, I don't like... I don't like that sound. You're such a great terrible. storyteller, bro. Like, I feel the, the, the anxiety. <laughs> I'm, and that's like, right now, I'm really sweaty. You should see my armpits. Because it's so nerve-wracking. It's all that soluble and unsoluble fiber. I yeah. guess. <laughs> it's the crunchiness. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting really hot. <laughs> Calm down, honey. <laughs> Go grab some liquor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's switch it. What is your guilty pleasure? Oh, gosh. Everyone says my guilty pleasure is Celine Dion, but I know it's not her. Because she's not nothing you should be guilty about. Ha! Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Does Jägermeister count? Whatever. Yeah, I, that. Whatever. I, I give it a Yeah, I love the shit out of Jaeger, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? Like, I that love makes the sense. Shit out of it. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Ooh, Ooh. even Jester King. Jester King. Jester yeah. King. I love the shit out of Jaeger. Do you have you ever had it with uh, root beer? No. Um, have you ever had a Jaegerita? Do you carry Jaeger at your bar? Yes. Okay, I know where I'm going today. Um, my favorite way to drink it is as a Jaegerita. It's a Jaeger margarita. I can see Alex's face when you're. I'm gonna do it just to piss me off. Just to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> all the Alexes yeah, are the same. We are all one connected hive mind. Uh, That's I'm sorry, but a Jaeger, just Jaeger chilled, Jaeger on the rocks, uh, Jaegerita. Just Jaeger bomb. Oh, I love Jaeger bombs. Okay, but I don't like Red Bull. Oh. But I like Jaeger bombs. I don't okay. know, it's kind of weird. I don't like the flavor of the Red Bull part, but I do like Jager Bombs. He likes Roaring Lion instead. I love Roaring Lion. What's that? No, I don't like Roaring Lion. I don't like energy drinks. It's oh, okay. It's oh, okay. It's okay. Roaring Lion is that energy drink that a lot of bars charge you a lot extra for, even though it's cheap. Yeah. Um, because they pa- try to pass it off as real Red Bull. They charge you Red Bull price for, for, uh, yeah. for not oh. Roaring Lion. Yeah. 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 Lion testes, not as good. <laughs> <laughs> not as good. So that is your guilty pleasure. Jaeger. Okay. Now everybody knows. That's cool. You'll get tons of shots now. Cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Guilty pleasure. Um, Alcohol-wise, Miller Lite. Um, okay, don't be guilty about that either because you know I love Miller Lite. <laughs> but my my like personal guilty pleasure are Legos. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. see that. I go to town with that shit. You still play with Legos? I do. Well, I don't play with Legos. I, I build. build them. Oh. <laughs> and then they just okay. sit there. <laughs> no, well, there's a difference, bro. Yeah. In my opinion. This is like, so funny. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Tell them about the time we went to the Lego store. <laughs> what, what happened? I don't know. What oh my god! I go <laughs> fucking crazy. I'm like, okay, I don't know. I don't know why it's just stuck out. If you knew me, I love Legos too. It was like, okay. it was like, I love it. 
Really? I go to Chicago just to fucking something? yes. Yeah. But it's not like the one time we went. Like every, every time, time we, we go, go, I go. Yeah, like, yeah, I want to like, go and see everything, and I want to go move it like move kid you know i want to build something and, and uh you know every time you go to a lego store it's full of kids and michelle is not really fun fun of <laughs> so it's like you can't move i'm yeah. looking for something seriously yeah. i go crazy especially <laughs> like i see the fucking millennium falcon and yeah. i'm like oh, yeah. i gotta have that one day yeah. And they're not cheap, man. No, they're, they're expensive, not. Dude. Like the, the big one is like seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, the Beatles one is yeah. like small. It's like yeah. seventy bucks. The like yellow submarine. Yeah. And then they had yeah. they had yeah. a. I'm not opening that. That's a, that's the sad <laughs> part. It's like it's just yeah. there. They have all the box. Star Wars uh, memorabilia with Lego like, yeah. and it's just really fucking awesome. The last expensive. The last yeah. one that I did that I didn't want to open, but I opened it anyways, was uh, Boba Fett's slave one. The Ultimate Collector's oh, Edition. Yes. That was dope. And it's just there, dude. Like, I'm not even. I'm not Alex. I'm not even kidding. I don't play with it. I just like build it and then okay. This is glue the nerdiest no glue. shit I've ever no heard. Glue, no, no glue, dude. No glue. No glue. No glue. This is the nerdiest shit I've ever heard. And I just <laughs> talked about Legend of Zelda. We're just gonna get even nerdier. <laughs> so yeah, I know. Lego. So they own all the like, like, the copyright kind of of like Batman and Star Wars, and that's the way they were able to make that cool movie, the Lego yeah, movie. The, yeah. The Batman oh. and Lego and because like they have the rights to do all that crazy stuff, Lego. Mm. It's insane. It is. They're they're gonna own the world one day. Well, They'll own yeah. your likeness. It'll be great. <laughs> Isn't Lego like the tenth biggest company in the world? Something like that. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. They oh, make video yeah. games, they make movies, they, they make powerful. things you can build. They're huge. What? For the charges they're pricing, they fucking better be, man. Because <laughs> if they're not, it's like what the fuck are you doing with all that money? You know. Yeah. No, it's a lot. So does everybody build shit with Legos except for me or what? Like, yeah. I'm a Connects guy. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Way to be hipster about it, Ralph. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, he is an IT guy. So. Oh, yeah. But you're, so you're permission granted to be a nerd. <laughs> I, got my, yeah. I got my ID for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. What else do we have? You yeah. go for it. You go. We need to open this Chester key. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Let's, let's, do right, let's, let's, let's pop we, that we, up. Yeah, you have, the, we, you have we, it right here. We give him the key. So what do we have here? You brought the bottle, so it you open is, it. Is it Das Wunderkind? Das Wunderkind. Das Wunderkind. Das Wunderkind. Funny story, man. Uh-huh. When you go to Chester King, I don't know if, you, if anybody's oh, ever yeah. been, but it's, it's, you sit there, you're on the picnic table, the shitty picnic table with that. They're well, very the wood, shitty, The wooden picnic table. You're there, you have a great beer in front of you, and then you like see like all the like the farm and all that stuff and everything that's going on. You're like the fuck are you doing with your life dude <laughs> you know, like, honestly like how the fuck are you, what are you doing dude you know? at least that's how i felt you know no it's hilarious i want to get married there apparently do the, they do uh they do weddings? weddings that's yeah. awesome yeah and yeah. joe actually brought me a shirt so uh everybody knows my nickname in the bartending world is gay alex <laughs> which alex oh the gay, the gay one. one and that's how that's how people know me the gay one yeah, oh, yeah. And Joe actually brought me back a really cool shirt from Jester King. So it's the logo, the uh, the barrel with the horns, yeah. right? The horny and barrel, apparently. The, the horny, is that what it's called? No, that was my name in prison. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it has a little heart, actually, between the, the horns. Uh-huh. And it's in gay pride colors. Oh. So, Aww. yeah, I'm going to go get married at Jester King that if someone wants to marry me. so cute. Just saying, the offer still stands. Zach. Adam Levine. <laughs> Zach. Uh, Zach. <laughs> Adam oh Levine, really? God. That's the first time I've ever heard yeah, that. Yeah, he's nice okay. Last word to you two guys. Ooh. Joe. Oh. 
Oh, you need to rinse you that. Get baby. The oh, hey. oh man! And then I, and then no, don't do it. <laughs> don't break, I'm not gonna do it. Don't break that one because I already broke one of those. Yeah. Okay, we need to we need to rinse this. Completely sober, Maria. From the outside, but what? just rinse it. I broke one of those. Completely yeah. sober, Maria. So obviously, I how? Used I was very sober. I just got enough of work. Too I came sober. to the posada. Yeah, I guess I was too sober. Yeah. I've had bad experiences with posadas, so uh, I don't do those. Yeah, it got weird. We'll talk about that. That's for a later podcast. Yeah. An X-rated one. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so you're there and you're having the pizza from next door or whatever, and that's fucking good too. But it's like, fuck, man, like it's life. It's somewhat depressing because you're like, what the fuck, you know? Why isn't this my life? All yeah, the time? exactly. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, it was fun the first time that I went. Um, it was cool. It was fun. All right. So what do you guys do when you get drunk? <laughs> <sighs> Um, like physical activities or yeah. what are you like talking about? Just like, anything. Like, what do you like do? Like automatically going to happen yeah. when, when we do um, Are you going to sing? Are you going to dance? Well, I, I, you know, I'm the same person drunk as I am sober, which is the weirdest thing. And I, like some people cry when they're drunk. I cry when I'm drunk and sober. I cry a lot. Look at that, Look at that color, man. That's I know, fucking it's absolutely beautiful. 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 That is beautiful. Yeah. That's okay. very nice. Amber peach. Here. Allow me to pour. Wait, do I have a glass? Yeah. Wait. No. Yeah. Wait, do I have a there. glass over here somewhere? No. Uh, you want a fancy glass? No, I'll just use this one. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty. That's oh, awesome. That's, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yay. It's so pretty. Oh, it smells amazing. Okay, so what is the Wunderkin? It's a blended saison. Okay. It's a blended saison. It's one of my favorites from what I when I had. And I like I went and I'm like, I told the guy, I'm like, look, dude, it's my first time here. Uh, just kind of walk me through the menu. And it's cool because... Um, they'll give you four ounce pours, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of just went up the, the, the ladder, you know, uh, and this was by far m- my favorite. And apparently it's, it's actually one of their more popular ones, obviously, but yeah. all this stuff is popular, but it's, it's I absolutely better. love the label. I oh, love the label. I love the label. Yeah. The label's too. amazing. It's so cute. All the labels are amazing. Well, actually, no, there's a couple that I don't like, but there's some that this are This is an amazing dope. label. That's like Ralph when he gets out of the shower. <laughs> let's see did you, did you see the that's label cool. I haven't yet oh uh, you're about to find out <laughs> yeah that's me that's me it's pretty damn cool yeah oh I love this and just if anybody that's industry goes back to Jester King anytime after they hear this they have an industry discount oh really yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, they do. yeah so you get uh, like a certain 15% off everything you consume merchandise and then you get 50% off every mer- all the merchandise like oh, the wow. shirts and shit That's and then you cool. get 15% yeah. off mm. all the, the bottles that you take with you so cheers oh wow cheers cheers, cheers. thank you for sharing yes, this is fun. so Alex it's okay that glass that you broke uh, will pay only 50% of it yeah. <laughs> here's the thing is if anybody goes to Jester King in the future please let me know so I can have you purchase a glass for me I'm gonna steal some of your water <laughs> yeah. it's okay and it's, it's not even for me <laughs> fucking amazing man this is a really good direction wow what are the notes what does it say where's the bottle it really is it's good it's a fantastic beer yeah it's a blended saison blended saison the wonder child read it Juan and then let us know okay guys what words or phrases phrases do you most overuse I am getting so congested right now I can't speak yay um aside from I'm a virgin okay right uh, I don't know. What do I? What do I? Say I'm trying a lot? to think of what you say because you say a lot of shit. I do. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I do. Um. What? You don't tend to repeat anything. 
dude. I mean, you do, cause no, that's what I that's what dude. I said, dude. Dude, oh, dude. Yeah, I always say I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. my that's one true. heavily used phrase. That's yeah. true. I'm not mad, I'm not at, mad it. at it. Or I refer to everything as um, right. female. So I'll like make a cocktail and be, oh, look at her. Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, how is she doing? Uh, or, oh, no, I have a new one. Love your hair, hope you win. I oh, keep yeah, saying that true. all yes. the time. Yes. That's true. That, there it is. Hair, that's it. You Love your win. hair, hope Where you win. Where the hell did you get that from? Um, <laughs> so we talked about me being gay, right? Uh, <laughs> there's these two drag queens named Katya. Uh, They're both named Katya? No, one's Katya and one's Trixie. Okay. Trixie oh, Mattel yes. and Katya Zamlochikva. Uh, <laughs> and they have this show uh, and please excuse me you're going to hear this loud and clear they have a show on YouTube called uh... <laughs> that's the name of the show yeah, it's, it's spelled U-N-H-H-H-H-H <laughs> yeah and uh, they have an episode so it's basically two drag queens and it's like super heavily edited it's hilarious and they're just talking to each other about topics that they're given and one of the topics we're talking about religion. And at the very end of it, one of them says, and as it says in the Bible, love your hair, hope you win. <laughs> and I got stuck and started using that phrase for everything. It was even on the sayings board at Palettes. Did you know that? No. They write a quote of a day from a, quote, inspirational figure. Ha. And I get a picture, <laughs> a screenshot from Toyo, from Brian, of this hair, board, and it says, love your hair, hope you win, oh, in quotes from Alejandro David Vélez Hernández. <laughs> Poet laureate. Because I am inspirational. <laughs> so, look at these notes. Look at these notes. Look at the notes. I'm looking for the notes. But it, this one really doesn't yeah, go to notes. the notes. Notes, using the old world method of Beer something beer de cubash, something oh, in German. That's what I was gonna say. Young dry hope makes culture beer is blended she with mature beer aged in oak barrels. Just goes down so smooth, man. It's a great yeah. it's very nice. It's really it's difficult to read because it's orange, like it's brown. The color, yeah, yeah. the color red of the label. Is yeah, it's so not, it just, there's not a lot yeah. of contrast. It's meant to be read in the Austin sun. Yeah. <laughs> the trees yeah all right guys what is the quality you most like in a man or a uh, woman are you gonna answer the man or woman one <laughs> uh, kidding <laughs> money no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm not that shallow dude i'm gonna get allergies like crazy with yeah skin. he's allergic to yoko Uh-oh. she's lost weight though yeah. Wow, she decided to come out. Yeah. She thought she probably heard like a chip. Oh, she bag came or out? Yeah. Oh, my God. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> Been Love your hair. Hope you win. <laughs> uh, what was the question? What qualities do you look most for in a woman? You better say yeah. everything. Describe Yuriko right I now so you, you don't get in no trouble. I have no idea. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are they physical attributes or it's what are up we? To it's you. up to you. Up to you. Okay. I like someone who can be extremely social. Okay. Uh, because I'm a very social person, and I've dated, the majority of the people I've dated aren't very social, including the deaf one. Remember that one? Yeah. No. The one that you were checking out. Because uh, he had a cute butt. I know. You told me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't hear me. 
Jesus. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it on this podcast. I'll He's probably oh my God. I'll probably transcribe it for him and send it to him so he can hear this uh, or see it. But, <laughs> sorry, Charles. But yeah, he wasn't very social. No, no, I'm not. Um, I, I like social people and everybody I've ever dated. Oh, here's another thing, Alex Rand. I have never dated a guy that drank beer once in his life. Or beer That's or weird. whiskey. Every time I've dated somebody, it's always been a cranberry vodka kind of shitbag. And I mean, I, hey, you picked them. No, Tinder did. <laughs> Get oh, it together. Uh, Fuck Tinder. Tinder? I, I want somebody also. You no, know it's not Tinder, bro. Grinder? It was Grinder at the time. But yeah, I would, I'd, I'd like somebody who's a, who's a little bit more social and also can appreciate, number one, what I do. Um, because not a lot of people appreciate what I do. And I would like to date somebody that appreciates the fact that I'm a bartender and that I love to drink and I love, I appreciate alcohol for all it's worth and that, you know, they'll be able to sit down and have a bonded whiskey with me or a, a nice blended saison. Uh, but instead that's of drinking. That's why you're still single. That's why I'm still single. <laughs> instead of drinking absolute something with cranberry juice. Uh, you're in El Paso, honey. I know. Do any people f- not from El Paso listen to this podcast? Yeah, there's some yeah, people there's in, some uh, in Chicago, or Germany, Austin. Germany. Yeah, bring your single gay friends and drink beer. People. I mean, I will pay for their flight over here. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> there goes That's the switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how desperate you are. Oh. That's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe. Mm. Mm. Um, the smile. It's got to be knockout. Yeah, uh, my girlfriend has root. She does have a beautiful smile. Yeah, she has a beautiful smile. Uh, kind of like the cliche stuff, but it's true, like confidence. Mm. Um, and then I'm not a very outgoing person. Like, I'm pretty, you know, uh, reserved. reserved. You don't say. Yeah, but uh, Yuriko is not. That's uh, I said the name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's not at all. Um, so that, that's, a, that's a good little balance, you know. Opposites do attract. Yeah. 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 I kind of yeah. wish she should have been here because she's a little bit sassy. She's a lot of. She's, she's really sassy. sassy. Yeah, she's almost worse than me. Almost. Um, she gets you sometimes. Too. Oh yeah, she's real <laughs> sassy towards me. She would. You should bring her on just for the sass. She was. Yeah. <laughs> Alex one day was like, "I'm a lady," and then she goes, "Lady of the night." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we because of her we actually named a cocktail. Uh, I had a cocktail called the Night and Day, which is a play on uh, another great bartender. His name is Alex Grandstreet, and he's also extremely attractive. And I hope you hear this. Uh, <laughs> Alex Day. I mean, Alex Grandstreet. The name of the drink is the Grandstreet. <laughs> his name is Alex Day. Yeah. I'm really okay. I've been drinking. Uh, his name is Alex Day, and he has a drink called the Grandstreet. And speaking of chinar, it's such a beautiful, simple drink. It's a muddled grapefruit rind with chinar, uh, chinar, maraschino liqueur. Um, and beef eater and sweet Ooh. vermouth. And that sounds good. It. That, sounds it is. And that sounds really good. He yeah. does an absolutely amazing job with it. So when I did a, a, my own version of the cocktail as a tribute to him, I did, uh, used mezcal in place of gin, changed the proportions uh, so that the, the chinar and the maraschino liqueur would uh, play with the mezcal a little bit better. And we called it the night and day. So Alex Day, because we're both named Alex, it's Alex Day and Alex Lady of the Night. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Lady of the night. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and she has to be sarcastic, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yuriko. Yeah. So she would be here. You know what? Yuriko doesn't drink anymore. She doesn't no, drink, yeah, she doesn't drink anymore. Yeah, that's what? Yeah. That's intense. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is that it is. is that hard 
to deal it is, with because you have a bar and you you do like to drink. It is, um, but we went to Albuquerque like uh, three, two months ago, four months, months ago, five months ago, no, in November. And uh, oh. Bosque is one of my favorite breweries, and we went. <sighs> and she she had a pint with me because okay. she knows that it's 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 meaningful. It's, yeah, it's meaningful. Yeah. Let me guess, Shit. elephants on parade. Yeah. Dude. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> it's good, man. Like, it yeah, is. it's pink, but it's fu- I would drink that. I'm not. <laughs> not Bosque is actually my all-time favorite brewery, yeah. and uh, I'm not too keen on the elephants on parade. And the Las Cruces taproom staff knows that because I'm very vocal. <laughs> yeah, but they take vocal. me, and I'm like, yay! She's eating weeds. Yeah. She's eating weeds. yeah. Good job, Maggie. Oh, you do you. Yeah, yeah good Maggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does so, I mean, Bosque is an absolutely amazing brewery, and how can you not want to drink a pint there? To be even if it is elephants exactly. on parade. Exactly. Oh, that's a good one. All right. And what else do we have? We have a lot of stuff here. How well, let's we talk doing? about Tradecraft some more. Okay. Like, one thing I really like about this place is that I could go there, like, you know, let's say, like, at 11 or something in the morning. I could have some good coffee. And not then I could anymore. Oh, my God, what happened? Is this not happening we, anymore? Uh, yes, we are only open at 3 p.m. No! Yeah. We're uh, switching focus to just the bar, but... We have something but else coming. But you still have yeah. the coffee. Then. Yes. Okay, yeah, good. we still have the coffee, but we have uh, we have some fun things planned. For okay, the, yeah. cool. For the coffee Very side cool. of it. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, because yeah, the cold brew, you can still get that growler field. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did and it was you? so well, okay. cool to see, like, yeah. the growlers kind of hit off, you know. It was, it was, pretty, it yeah. was really cool. They, yeah. You own a growler, a Tradecraft yes. growler. I do. The I concept, have it over there. The concept of this podcast was more. Yeah, yeah. That was, I was gonna say that. Oh. I was like, you guys know that that's where it was born. Was it that night that you guys were, you and Ralph were sitting outside and you were drinking? No, no that it was before we took. It, Michael was oh. with us, all four of us. Yeah, and I, don't, I think no, we were not there. He was not. He was not bartending. Fred no. was there. Fred. Yeah. Fred. I think yeah. that was our anniversary, by the way, that you were sitting outside that one day. Yeah, I think it because we didn't celebrate like an anniversary party. We just got drunk. No, you huh. guys started. No, I got drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and while he was playing and Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of people when we went there. And yeah, Cooper's we, Cafe. Oh, yeah. Cooper's Cafe. So on the question about what do you do when you're drunk? I'm a puker dude. Oh, oh yeah. Oh gross. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, I love you, but he never makes it to the toilet. Really? He finds another receptacle, like a sink or uh, a hey, trash can. you gotta can. do what you gotta do. The sink is two inches away from the toilet sometimes. Actually, it's yeah. further away from the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm There's sorry, a, though. I really the, the, nearest, the nearest trash can. Yeah. I understand because but that has happened yeah. to No, me I've done, we've all like, done it. I, I actually enjoy puking <laughs> when I'm drunk. I think it's entertaining. Why? Are you serious? Because it's so relieving. It's kind of relieving, I guess. But so, It's the <sighs> definition it's of puking, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's relieving. I think it's yeah. relieving. It's like pimple popping I, videos. I can't. Uh, no, so those are the best. I know. Don't we love those? Oh my oh, god. Those are. Uh, see, that's another <laughs> guilty <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> oh, gross. that's my guilty oh, pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said that, me. dude. That is my guilty yeah. pleasure. Pimple, Dr. Yeah, Doctor Pimple Popper. Doctor oh Sandra Lee. Oh, she's so pretty. She is she's so pretty. She's so awesome. I know. I love her. I just she's wish I had a pimple just so she could. I really want. I want to develop. Yeah, I want to develop like a ten-year-old abscess cyst so she can drain it. How long have you guys been doing this? This podcast? Yeah. Since last May? Yeah. May? Yeah. Last May? I think so. Oh shit! Oh, it's been a year already. It's gonna be yeah. Because I was episode three. Gonna do something big for your anniversary. We should do something big for anniversary. Yeah. I was number three. So what episode is this now? Fifteen of season two, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah. Something like that. We've come a long way. Yeah. They've come a long way. 
We do this together. We all have. <laughs> I always have to include myself in everything. Remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, indirectly, you guys were a really big part of uh, yeah. starting this thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, to, to generate the idea at Tradecraft, we were hanging out, us three, and Michael Nevarez. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. there, actually. I wasn't you were? There. No, yeah, no, you, you were. were. Yeah, you were. You were there. Yes. <laughs> Our producer's drunk. He doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, Go we're drunk. You're home. <laughs> you're drunk. You're home. <laughs> I laughed way harder at that than I should. So we were there. Yeah. So we were there. So we, we generate the idea there, and then you know we for sure wanted to have Alex, gay Alex, and then we had Angie from yeah, from we Poppy did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we come a long way, and we still have a lot of people that so, we need to yeah. to interview. So yeah. new places now. I'm trying to travel, I need to get out. Okay. Yeah, you Let's get Audrey Saunders on here, Delta Groff. I know, oh. right? I think it was a turning point when you guys had uh, Eric Warner on this thing. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> Jesus, Maggie. Like Maggie's pulling out all her it's toys. Oh, that she wants us to you play know, now. Yeah. yeah, you know her now. Yeah. She's running around like crazy. She gets so excited. Okay. Yeah. Actually, the, the turning point was Sam Calagione from Dr. Oh, that's Chef right. For like he went to 30 JBF. seconds at GABF, and that was just like, I made I it in that. life. I remember <laughs> that. And then. Um, Who? What? Jeremy Stuffings? No. Oh, Jeffrey Stuffings, Jeffrey too. Stuffings. Oh, at the JBF? Yeah. yeah. He didn't talk on the podcast. But yeah, but too. at least we got him interested, so yeah. now we have yeah. to go in. Yeah, them. go to Austin. But yeah, I would love to have Dale DeGroff and um, you get Heather Green talk about some scotch. Audrey Saunders. Yeah. Uh, ¿Cómo se llama? I know who you're thinking. Why am I bad with names? Who? Oh, From where? Punch guy. Oh, punch guy? Punch guy? Punch, punch. Oh, yeah, the guy uh, with, the, with the mustache and the glasses. Yes. No, that's no, not no, Dale DeGroff. No, the, the other uh, one. Jesus. I, I know who you're talking suck about. suck at names. He always has a punch ball on his head. <laughs> I know Mike? what you're talking about. No. no. Hawaiian Punch guy. No. No, he wrote a book about punch and oh. he does a bar smarts as well. So, oh god. We apologize. Yeah, blank. I am so sorry. I suck at names. I'm really good at faces. Punch but. guy. So yeah, well, yeah, let's talk about punch, man. <laughs> oh, punch. oh, please! I want to try that okay. milk punch. I'm so glad that we stumbled into this please. topic. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what what can what are we expecting to okay. come for the so, spring menu? Oh, the spring menu. That's David gonna... Wondridge. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, the spring menu. This is, I think, going to be one of our strangest menus yet. We are coming up with a lot of weird ideas. Uh, okay. And the project that I've been working on, my little baby, uh, we call her Right in the Dickens. Uh, <laughs> cool story behind that, too. Yeah, she is. So she is actually a gin milk punch. Um, so the milk punch was a very prevalent drink back in the 16th, 17th century. Um, and people would, yeah, I hope not. Oh, and people would make them all the no, time. And essentially what they were, it was fruit macerated with sugar and a high amount of citrus. Mm-hmm. And it was allowed to infuse in this alcohol <laughs> with strongly, strongly brewed tea. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And after it would sit for a long period of time, they would put hot milk into the solution and more citrus, and it would cause it to curdle. Mm-hmm. And as it curdled, they would run it through a cheesecloth. I strained mine about seven times, um, but you can strain it anywhere from three to five, three to seven, depending. 
And what you're left with is a crystal clear punch that, uh, mine's super concentrated, so I like to water it down or to tone it down with a little bit of club soda or sparkling wine even. Mm-hmm. And uh, kicking the Dickens, or right in the Dickens, the reason she has that name is when Charles Dickens passed away and they went into his wine cellar, they found hundreds of bottles of milk punch in there because uh, it preserves very well. Interesting. Uh-huh. So my particular one is uh, three berries, very spring. It's uh, blueberries, raspberries, and strawberries uh, with turbinado sugar, lemon mm-hmm. juice, um, bitter orange peel, cardamom, uh, oh, jasmine really green good. tea, and then we use bee feeder. And then, yeah, and then I strain it out, and that's why it has that beautiful uh, pink hue to it. So very nice. It's an In case you're listening, bro. That's the recipe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. I just have a newfound respect for Joe. Oh. Cheers, guys. Wow. I know. Cheers, cheers on that Dad. one. Cheers. Yeah. I need more I beer in this. Yeah. I need more, beer. need more beer. Yeah, we need more beer. Oh my gosh. Good thing the sun is down because that was yeah, can shady. You, yeah, can you please bring us another <laughs> uh, beer, <no>. please? <laughs> no. Oh man. Very good. That is some wow. next level shit, Joe. God dang. Love it. <sighs> No, I mean, you never know. What but, if I just... Oh, okay, so that? spring menu. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you always want to up yourself, and you always want to outdo yourself, and you always want to be better. So every menu, I think we've consistently, and we've actually truly felt like that's yeah. the best menu that we've done. Um, there have been some really cool stuff <coughs> um, that we that we do Ooh. or that we've done. Oh, shit, I almost broke the fucking glass. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, <laughs> take that I'm not away even from him. I literally went like this. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, uh, so we've we've done some really cool stuff. Um, I think getting back to the the conversation that we had earlier about the, the, the craft cocktail scene in El Paso, right. um, I think in the next year or two, we'll see a turning point mm-hmm. um, where people are going to be more accessible to it or they're going to they're gonna want to explore a little bit more. Uh, so we're kind of pushing that a little bit. Um, you can only push it so much when, especially when the business is brand new. Yeah. You know, I mean, as much as, as, as romantic as we want to be, um, you gotta be realistic. Yeah. You gotta be realistic. So, um, but now we're kind of spreading our wings a little bit more, um, being more adventurous, being, you know, uh, and, and doing some cool, really cool stuff. Right. Uh, the other day, uh, we bought a jackfruit, um, pretty interesting, pretty cool. Um, and we, we bought it just to see what the fuck what would happen. Well, you you know, I have lots of jackfruits. If you guys want some jackfruit, please stop by the bar. Because <laughs> I still, I've, I've only cut half of it. Yeah, it was a whole oh, one. Jesus. It was a whole yeah. jackfruit. And this is like bigger than a basketball. Yeah. 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 It was pretty cool. And it took me forever to open it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we, we've done some really cool stuff. Alex has been working on some really cool stuff. Um, we, we, we're actually, I'm actually pretty excited personally. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. And, and it's nice now that we can, now that the city is educated and, yeah. and opening up and willing and ready that we can start doing really neat stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, I think we are at the point where we have earned yeah. people's trust. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. craft is prevalent. Like, mm-hmm. people are open to it. That's that's one thing I noticed. Because I've also, I've worked, um, I worked on the east side at Coco Miel and Coco Bar. You know, I've, worked, yeah. I've done the high volume thing and I've done the Mango Chamar Margaritas and I've done the Bud Lights and Miller Lights. And one thing I notice working, you know, in the, in the traditional bar Ooh. style is that people place a lot of trust in you, which I think is amazing um, because it's the one time that the guest knows, the bartender knows way more than they do. Yeah. Yeah. So they trust us. It's the best feeling, I'm sure, as a bartender when when you have a customer in front of you that will just give give themselves to you in the sense that take me on a journey, give me something great, make my night. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's always awesome. Yeah, and always and awesome. one of the biggest things that a lot of uh, traditional bartenders 
one of the skills that I, especially the, I call them my kids, the ones that I train to, I educate them in bartending. You have to know your guest. And some more, do you guys want some? I am good. You have to know your guest. And even at Tradecraft, when somebody goes, well, I don't know what I want, and I give them the menu, half the time people don't even look at it. And we talk about their day. <laughs> we talk about what they like, what the last thing they drank was, yep. you know, what mood they're in. We talk about the weather. And then from that, what they yeah, are, you know, from knowing that, you know, Susan's husband left her <laughs> and now she smells like cheap cigar, I can make her something, hmm. you know? Hmm. Um, hmm. By knowing your personality, I can translate your day, how you're feeling, what you're going through, mm-hmm. uh, and what you're expecting, what you're craving, and I can translate that into a cocktail. It's not about being pretentious, bro. It's about having a good drink. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I really appreciate people who can do that. It just happens. It just so happens that our that the drinks that craft cocktail bars make yeah. are intricate. They're right. they're complicated. They're, you're gonna have yeah. you're gonna know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all the nuance. There's no. That's one thing that that kind of frustrates me, is that the same cocktail that you can have at a bar, um, any bar, you know, uh, whether it be a Nadios motherfucker or whatever it is, um, <laughs> there, there's ingredients, there's juice, and there's 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 work going into that right you know with us it's the same thing it's just fresh juices uh different ingredients right you know? um and michelle actually said it right right now is it's, it's about trust yeah. you know mm-hmm. it, it really really is um and i'm glad that el paso as a city and 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 as a community is is opening up to that it's a little bit more there. yeah yeah it's getting there it is and there's nothing more rewarding not just when they appreciate your drinks that they say oh i this is my favorite drink in your menu and i'm like oh <coughs> i made that one i'm yeah. so proud thank you yeah. and not it's not just that it's when they leave and they come back yeah. that's, that's when you amazing, know it's yeah. like yes what? i did something to convince like, these people with to the milk come punch back. uh we did it we debuted it on friday yeah. secretly we didn't post about it. We posted officially the first post on the Tradecraft social media went up yesterday. Uh-huh. That was the first post of it. And that was actually my friend Talia drinking it. That was her glass. She had to get a sip, actually, mm-hmm. before you took the picture. Uh, yeah. The first very night, intrusive like that. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit intrusive. <laughs> a lot of bit intrusive. He's very, very intrusive. <laughs> um, but the first night we debuted it, we almost ran out because people were wow. getting multiple. And even the, it, the concept grosses some people out. At the beginning, because hot of milk. milk, yeah, and once they tasted it, they just they can't stop. And I think we sold fifteen on First its day. debut night. Yeah, wow. And and it was a small batch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what's cool about like I see the back office stuff, and I'm sure you do as well. Um, and I, that, yeah. this is one thing that I've always told the guys: um, it's always awesome when top twenty drinks or period that went out that night. Um, there's only like one or two beers, you know, and this is El Paso. It's a beer forward city. Yeah. So oh, yeah. when you have top 20 in sales and they're all cocktails or they're all liquor based, it's, it's awesome. Man. It is. It's it, it really is. Very mm-hmm. beer forward city. And I feel bad going back to Sasha Petrosky. He says that cocktail bartenders do not drink beer. They should only drink cocktails. But every time I go to a bar, <laughs> a beer. I drink beer. Yeah. It's more about the city than yeah. and, and the culture that you yeah. grew up with. I in think there. it is a culture. Do you have an ashtray? Oh, there's that one. Uh, there's these succulents. No, 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 no not the plant. Not, yeah, the, not the plant. Not the plant. No, you're gonna give yeah, it cancer. Like, yeah, you're gonna give it cancer. <laughs> yeah, not the plant. There's, there's this wonderful bar here in El Paso that has such a witty sign um, on its patio, and it says, "Do not leave your cigarette butts on the floor." The cockroaches, the cockroaches are getting cancer. Are getting cancer. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. What bar did that come from? Hmm. I, I wonder. I think Lloyd's. Hmm. Lloyd's. 
Okay, you know, it's not Lloyd's. It's Vlad Orchid Lounge. (laughs) But you all know that we we love Lloyd's. Yes. We do. Yeah, we do. We love Lloyd's. I won my first game of darts there. Yes, you did. Was that the day that the gunshots went off? Yes. Okay. I've never played darts in my yes. life. Yes. What? Never played you'll darts. I'm really life. good at darts. You'll win. Yeah, if you never play darts in your life, you'll win. Never played darts in my life. Ever. Romero and Just I don't can... play with Zach, because then oh, you'll get pissed. Because it's a fake game. Because it's a fake game. <laughs> <laughs> it is. He plays magic. He knows what's yeah. up. Romero's really good at darts, actually. Oh, God. I hate He's playing really good against Romero yeah. against we anything. Used to go, when we worked, anything. We worked on the east side. Uh, we'd get off our shift at midnight from Coco Bar, and we would go straight to uh, Ale House. And play nice. darts, yeah, yeah, all night. Mm. It was a lot of fun. I don't know, man. I just, I just want to have a good drink, you know. Yeah, not have an activity that's not drinking. Yeah, I, <laughs> but you're, you're also not a sports bar person, and I I'm am. Not. I am mm. a big sports bar person. I'm not. I love I'm not. brew. I love. Can we talk about that? What's your favorite bar, Ralph? Oh, okay. Um, I think I think right like now here in El Paso. Or in general, wherever uh, you've let's been. Do let's do El Paso for now. I think it's yeah. a little complicated. Let's promote some local businesses. Yeah. I, I What's think, your favorite bar? I think I would say it's the Black Orchid Lounge. I go there the most frequently. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't want to say my own because I do get really tired. Okay, as a patron. As a patron. As a patron for a good drink. Oh, Jesus. I want to say Blackbird. Yeah. Mm. The the pose know their shit. They're fantastic. Those guys they are know their absolutely shit. fantastic. So pose it's a, it's a, it's a good place outside of mine. Right. That yeah. Yeah. If because I'm I want to go to yours, but you guys close the same time as I do. So yeah. whenever I get out, you guys are closed. Um, we, if yeah, if I want to have a good cocktail, it's it's usually it's Blackbird or Black well, Orchid. A bar yeah. period. No, oh. not not like best yeah. bar ever in the face of history of El Paso is Asetinos. <laughs> Okay, that's yeah, that's fine. That is, and I remember the first time he went, he texted me and he goes, "Man, this place is massive." Yeah, it is pretty big. He had never been. Yeah, never been. And I think they are on their thirty third season or thirty second season. As a business person, that's just fucking. That's um, that's phenomenal. That's fucking. Rock and Alton are absolutely amazing businesses, and Alton's just a friendly. And the business is only open what like six or eight months out of the year. It's open from the last week of February to the last weekend of November, and that's it. And then oh. So you think everyone thinks Tradecraft has weird hours and that Black Orchid has weird hours because we close at midnight. But then again, nothing good happens after midnight, let me tell you. Yeah. In this, uh, no offense, but in the city. In the city, yeah. <laughs> um, and for both of our bars, glassware is expensive and I don't want you breaking it. Uh, but yeah, and I don't want to get you all drunk. Right. I'll say Tuna's has the strangest hours you could possibly think of. So once again, they are open. <laughs> la- the PSA, PSA. Yeah. Last after because people always ask what are Tuna's hours and I'm the only person that knows. <laughs> no, I don't even think the staff knows. Uh, yeah, if you o- want to know anything about us, Tuna's, please, just I will ask tell Alex. you every single event. Remember last year and you're like, when's the Margarita Shake Off? I was like June twenty something, yeah. and it was <laughs> it was January, so it hadn't even been open yet. Way off. I already knew what the when it was going to be. Uh, they are open the last week of February to the last week of November. They are not open Sundays until the first Sunday in April. Then there's the first Paracho brunch, and then they are open Sundays. Um, from three to noon, unless it's brought to your bunch, then they open or three to midnight, and then they open at noon. Did y'all write that down? Because he's not gonna say it again. Uh, yeah, unless okay. brought but brunch only on full then. moons. Yeah, but then yeah, so right. they're open. But then the f- beginning of football season, not preseason, but actual football season, they start closing on Sundays again, and they are never open Mondays or Tuesdays. So they're only open Wednesdays through Thursdays. Also, I mean, they've been open for such a long time. They, they can, figure they out can they do shouldn't. whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just because. So they're supposed to stay open until two, but don't be surprised if you show up at ten o'clock and there's nobody there. <laughs> Just saying. 
Interesting. That's I, I still haven't gone. Yeah, yeah. And it's like in my backyard. You need to go. You He's need to go. He's coming to Borracho <laughs> Brunch. You're coming to Borracho Brunch. That is the first part. You have to be ready for it. The first one of last season was amazing. It was a lot of service industry. We had people from Specs, Republic. We had a bunch of bartenders. Oh, God. It was Hoppy crazy. Monk was there. Like, yeah. It was, I think there were like 30 of us. Wow. And then you did that weekend at Bernie's picture. <laughs> what? Where, where Juan is like holding her up and she's like passed out in his arms. <laughs> I wasn't passed out. <laughs> I, I have to find like, the picture. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we need that for, yeah. the, for the, but, the episode. But what I love about Alce Tuna is, is, number it's been open for such a long time. And yeah, they don't serve craft cocktails or anything, you know. Yeah, don't, don't get fans. They, they don't do go there for that, though. No, no, but they do have, and thanks to me, they have bottles of Fernet. Uh, so I do get my Fernet Coke or my Fernet shots there. I'll get that. It's five dollars. Um, <laughs> so We're not gonna have Whitney this time. Oh no, Whitney's not there anymore. Oh. But she still hangs out there. Uh, but uh, it's it's an absolutely beautiful place. It's it's to me it's more of a family than anything else than any other bar I've been to. Uh, just because it's everybody from all walks of life. You have the wealthiest of the wealthy. Um, it's just there. a place that you want to go. You yeah. don't feel judged. You don't judge anybody. No, You're just no, there no. for the good time. Yeah, you show up in your pajama That's pants it. and and sit down, get food from the grub truck. Bring your dog. Green chili That's frilly what fries. I like that. Yeah, bring your dog. It's an absolutely beautiful bar, and the bar itself is gorgeous. The patio is absolutely beautiful. Oh, the I think awesome. One of the most beautiful in El Paso, other than the bar patch. The bar patch has a beautiful bar. Yeah, it does. The uh, mm-hmm. patio, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't. So there you go. So, so Joe, the bar. Joe, what is your favorite bar? The bar patch. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I really like that floor, okay? It's beautiful. Hey, the it's fucking flag gorgeous. on the floor. It's gorgeous, just, yeah. Like, uh, you have to go. It's actually a really well-decorated bar. Yeah? yeah. It's I'm, I've nice. never been. I don't know. Kind of classy mm-hmm. for a gay bar. Um, what does that mean? It's a, it's a, a, it's a toss-up between Hoppy and Hope. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with either place. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah Hoppy used true. to be my favorite for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially if, if, it's, if it's on your own personal time and you want to just chill out. Um, you don't want to. You kind of want to blend into the crowd, and you kind of want to just chill. Yeah. It's it's either hope or hoppy. Right. Um, and hoppy just because of, of their beer selection, you know. Um, you know, any other, no, with all due respect to all the other bars, mm-hmm. you know, here included, yeah. but they have the best beer selection period. Yeah. Um, and better than ours too. The yeah. Food. Exactly. The food. Yeah, the food is great. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then with with hope, it's it's more than anything. I think it's a staff yeah. more than the ambiance. Mm-hmm. Um. When Sean was there, chill. When it's yeah. when it's Phil now, it's it's chill. You know, yeah. uh, Emma, same thing. Uh, Deborah, same thing. Deborah, Gina, Brian, like they have probably one of the best staff. Yeah, I've ever encountered. I I think it's it's more of a of a um, nostalgic yeah. feeling because it's been okay. here for so long. I mean, it's yeah. like what five years old now? Seven. Six, six years seven? old. I think it's seven. seven. No, it yeah. just celebrated six. Six. No? six. So it's to some six, degree, so they're, yeah. they're to some degree, you kind of grew up with it. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, sure. I'm 27. Yeah. So it's been it's been you know uh, open for as long as that I've I've been able to drink. So um, <laughs> it's either hope or hobby. Yeah. 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 It's I guess it's just I I think it's unfair to say what is your absolute favorite because I think it depends on how you feel, the mood, who you're the with, the mood, who you're right. with, and you know that. You know, we know all these people in the industry, and to us, it's like, well, what do you feel like? I feel like going to like a. The, hipstery kind of like dirty place okay let's go to monarch today or let's go to hope or hoppy or whatever i think it depends on how you feel like and especially like the thing you said about hope i think it's a family thing that make you they're they're a big family and they welcome you to be part of it and i think that's very important in all these places and that's why we choose to go there that we know everybody and we depends on what we feel like yeah i mean every i frequent 
the same bars over and over and yeah. over again. Yeah. And hope kind of have in my rotation. Yeah. The yeah. only time that I ever like feel like having a cocktail is when I'm out outside of the city. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't want to go to a dive bar. I don't want to go to a, 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 a packed place when I'm out, out of the city. Right. Like, example, yeah. I went to San Antonio and I went to the Low Country, cocktail bar, tiny, very hipster. But I wanted a cocktail. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't feel like having a cocktail when I'm in El Paso other than. You know, my you place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Um, Tradecraft. Yeah, but it, it's just, it's, it's just n- the nostalgic feel that I get mm-hmm. when I'm at Hope or Hoppy. Right. You know, I, I see Wally, I see uh, Beeves, I see Puga, you know? Uh, I just feel like, okay, it's cool, it's chill. Plus, they have a great beer selection, plus yeah. they have great food. Yeah. You know? So, uh, I just feel like it's, it's, it's a non... And the... We're I, yeah, yeah that's, that's why I'm saying it's like every, every every anywhere you go, you're gonna feel like you belong. Yeah, regardless yeah. of where you want to, why you want to. I wish no wise, fish was like, still around. Oh, you know, no yeah. fish. <laughs> you want to talk about that? Like, I, I would go to break if it was still open. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I really. Would. I'd probably go to no. Even when I worked at No Fish, I went to No Fish a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the um, cheese, the, oh, the burgers, the fucking tuna. Uh, dude, the tuna. dude, the ahi tuna was there. Yeah. The yeah. burger. That was that was before all time. Yeah. You missed it. You yeah. missed it. My favorite was the Soft Shell Crab Club. Oh, I've favorite. had that before, yeah, and it was, was fucking amazing. Favorite. And kudos oh, to Chef JJ, because yeah. that was him. Yeah, so. yeah. It was amazing, dude. Yeah. I, I, that was the first time that I ever... And funny story on that. Sorry to, to no, no, take it on no. me again. The first craft beer I ever had in my entire life was Stone's Ruination okay. at No Fish. Yeah. And yeah, that was yeah. Mario's... Uh, uh, choice because he was like i'm gonna fuck this guy up (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i had lafine dumont there for the first time yeah the very first craft beer i drank was lafine dumont yeah yeah Yeah, i mean they were ahead of the time man and you know they they all had their faults we all have our faults um but they were ahead of the time and they did some good stuff yeah Yeah. Yeah. you know period it was quality quality stuff that's where i fell in love with arrogant bastard <laughs> Mario works for Beto O'Rourke now, and I don't oh, know wow. what uh, uh, Jose does. And Carl Levine. Oh, Carl Levine. Oh, God. Why yeah. can't I pronounce his name? Oh, I miss you, Carl Levine. He's coming. I know. Not as much anymore. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. He's coming. I got the March 30th event. The IP Madness. Oh, okay. So he'll be here. Um, Good. We can, look at his, we can look at his butt. Yay. <laughs> I, I don't feel like there's a pretentious bar in El Paso, period. Yeah. I, I don't think that Black Orchid is. I don't think that we are. I don't think that uh, Blackbird is. It all really depends on, on, on the patron's mindset yeah. right. and mm-hmm. how they go into it. If, if they've heard that it's pretentious or the, they've heard that it's craft cocktail, they're going to automatically think, okay, yeah. it's pretentious. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say there are pretentious bars in El Paso as much as there are pretentious bartenders. I think that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, some of them are very close friends of mine, but they, they need an attitude adjustment. Hold like, on. at my favorite bar, I can't get a friend and Coke. It's impossible. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> let's talk <laughs> about that can. one. Okay, Just let's, because Alex doesn't yeah, want to Let's talk about that you. one. And uh, Romero listens to these, right? He no. Probably no, probably it, not. Okay? No. no, he only listened to his own, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Okay, I, don't think so, I got a Fernet and Coke, and I got a glass of Coke with a Fernet shot on the side. Yes, me too. And he said, well, how am I supposed to ruin such a perfect product? And I looked and I was like, motherfucker, you get this shit in a gas Did station in Italy. Did he really say that? <laughs> yes. He goes, I like to keep the integrity. No, bitch. This is, the, this is what the heathens drink. You know, it's not. <laughs> this isn't something elegant and classy. It's Fernet Branca. And it's amazing. And it goes great with Coke. Yeah. So don't make me mix it myself. That's what I'm tipping you for. You know? Give me like, a Fernandito no the way no it's tip. supposed no to be made. Yeah. yeah, give me a Fernandito. Yeah, he's not getting a tip. 
I, I just I, I truly don't think that. I mean, any bartender in the city will fuck up. Will yeah. be pretentious. It oh, really yeah. just depends on on the day yeah. that you catch them. Yeah. Oh, we all you have know. off days. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I really truly believe that the biggest hurdle that bars like we have yeah. is education. Yeah. And it's uh, it's the trust. It's the stop fronting to put you know to, to, for millennials out there to, to understand stop fronting that you're that, that you know everything put your hands in the bartender for a day you know yeah. or, or for a night for an hour mm-hmm. have them give you two drinks okay and and, and y- while you may not be able to or you may think that you may not be able to afford it on a consistent basis um <coughs> you're gonna have a good drink yeah you're gonna have a good time and you're gonna learn yeah yeah that's that. Enjoy yourself and be open. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we go to bars to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, a- as operators, we go to a bar to learn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we go to a bar to to see what's new, to see what's uh, what somebody else is doing. what somebody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, for the patron, for the for the person who's never been introduced to craft cocktails or or is barely learning that, um, you know, it's it's a huge trust thing. And I and I go back to that, Michelle, because it's it's true. Um, you know, you put your night or you put your, you know, those two or three hours that you're at a bar mm-hmm. in the bartender's hand, and that's super important. Yeah. You know, it's 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 super it, it important. It can make or break your night. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Especially when, especially in the city, um, you go to a craft cocktail bar in the beginning, and then you go to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a reason oh, why yeah. Hope, Hoppy, ourselves. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Black, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, there's a reason why Hoppy, ourselves, and Black Orchid uh, close at midnight. You know, um, you're not gonna have a crack cocktail yeah. past midnight. Yeah, we are. We're your, and we see this a lot. Even on a super busy Friday, we'll be jam packed, and then at eleven, at eleven it midnight, out. it yeah. clears out. And the it reason happens. because people and I have talked to patrons about this before. I say, well, why do you, you know, you come here every Friday and you start here and then you disappear and they go, and one girl said it the best way ever, because I want to feel like a princess and elegant and classy before I know. I'm going to end up missing a shoe later on. Cheers for love. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I drink too fast. Yeah. I don't have no I don't have cheers, cheers to missing shoes. Because yeah. I didn't work. Is there any more too hard? I don't know. Speaking of Byron Patch, I think I lost a shoe there one time. You see? That's what it is. There's a time and a place for everything. A time and a place for everything. So cheers to that. Cheers. And there's also Tina's for everything else. Exactly. So, I just I yeah. I don't know, man. I, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. It's it's you can go anywhere, and then that's something that the experiences that we've had to, in places here that I'm not gonna mention, but it just it it just broke it broke it the moment you go in and you're like, oh my god, I have an amazing bar, and then the bartender or whoever's there is an asshole. I'm like, mm. yeah. I mean, it's like a lot of people say yeah. that I'm an asshole and I bartend. I'm just uh, cynic, not not cynical. I'm sarcastic. Uh, yeah, because I think yeah. we, but, but but we get that a lot because people like. Do you get this um, out of people like they're probably scared or intimidated by us because Absolutely. we know our shit? Or one of the worst things is a lot of people look down on us on bartenders. I've had a gentleman tell me, "Look, when you get a real job," and I looked at him and I said, "You know what? This is my career. I guarantee you, I make more money than you do, young man. Um, <laughs> and also, I'm I'm highly educated. I I know what I'm talking about. Um, I spent a lot of time in the world of academics. I'm planning to go back. Uh, and I'm choosing, I chose to be a bartender. I wasn't for a month and a half and it was the worst month and a half of my life. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, no, don't <laughs> um, but becoming a bartender to me was one of the most beautiful things that could happen. The, the family, the, 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 
I remember just, the calls, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> I literally remember the calls. I'm bored. I'm sitting on my toilet. I'm bored. <laughs> oh my God. I'm in my PJs. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? Because <laughs> yeah, it's I, a craft, it's a skill, and it's it, nice to like yeah. use it. You know? And it's, it's, it's the camaraderie amongst bartenders. I know there's a lot of tension amongst bartenders, and I do respect a lot of them that are on the say A lot of them, most of them. Um, and it's, it's just the brotherhood, the, the amazing people that you meet, the clients that you meet. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I meet absolutely amazing clients. Uh, Your regulars. The regulars. Uh, Bob and Sheila. I love Bob and Sheila. They're regulars that come to our bar. Uh, they're absolutely fascinating. They're, they're, above, they're 50 plus, right? They're 50 plus, and yeah, they're absolutely fascinating. I mean, they can drink. Oh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, talk about the guy that's always here, that always goes by himself. Uh, he's the old bartender from... Oh, Fuck, I, I can't remember his name. Um, I feel so bad about Mr. That. Evans. Yes. Mr. Evans is a regular at our bar. He shows up about three times a week, uh, significantly up there in age. He walks. He walks to the bar. Wow. What? Has his walker, comes in, sits down. I always give him a glass of water, give him the menu. Well, Mr. Evans was a bartender in the 40s, I believe. What? Is he that guy who's like, he looks like an old Marine? Like Kind of, like, yeah. He's been through yeah, some shit. Like growl face? Growl I think, face? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he started bartending in the 40s or 50s, I forget. Yeah. And he goes in, and I'm going to admit, at first I thought, okay, it's just some guy, right? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. the, the vagrants that you usually get. Um, but he knows his stuff, and, and it's always a compliment when he goes. He will, he drinks so fast, and he drinks, he drinks three cocktails every time he goes in, and he drinks them all in the span of 30 minutes. Wow. And uh, Tradecraft, every drink is a double. So yeah. he's already. He's 60 plus, for yeah. sure. He's 60 plus. And he will, sometimes he'll look at the menu, and sometimes he'll ask you to make a drink, and he'll tell you, oh, back in, you know, 1965, I made this drink. Can you help me recreate it? And I go, yeah, absolutely. I'll do that for you. And he will remember every single detail down to, like, a teaspoon. Does he tip? Yes, he tips very well. Okay. Uh, and he will, and he'll tell you like, oh, it had a teaspoon of of maraschino liqueur, and it had, uh, I believe, three quarters of an ounce. And he'll just name it. and He goes, I need you to shake it. Don't fine strain it because I want ice crystals in there, or, or fine strain it because I don't want ice crystals. And every time he comes this down, it's just such an honor and a pleasure because I, I respect all the bartenders that came before me, and making a drink for him is is like making a drink for. For your grandfather, somebody who, who helped watch this art form take place, or, or to see it born, really, to watch it being birthed. And every time I give him a drink, it's absolutely fascinating just to see. I'm, I'm giving a, a historical figure in the bartending world. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. it's, it's, not, it's an honor for me to make him a drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's an honor for me to make a drink. And he walks there. And he dude. walks there. Like, it's not like he, he gets dropped off it's, or he gets caught. He literally walks there. He's, I don't know where he lives. Yeah. I don't, we don't know where he lives or where, no. how far he walks. But the fact that he comes to the establishment and no. he, he, he orders a drink. And he trusts Alex and Fred to, to, to make them you know, to make yeah. him a drink is, a, is, is just it's, it's, it's the ultimate compliment. It's overwhelming. Yeah. It it's really absolutely is. overwhelming. That's really, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. It is. It's really cool. This one's really deep compared to the last podcast. Because <laughs> we're not deep. drunk. Oh, we're yeah. <laughs> I did call him Alex Grandstreet earlier. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Well, yeah, I Alex think, I mean, we can, we can continue talking about this, but I need to wrap it up because okay. we also need to talk about your future events coming in. Okay. You know, this airs, it's going to be around mid April. So you already said that you have an anniversary in May. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what else do you have going on that's recurring? Uh, we don't we, we don't, don't celebrate our anniversary. Yeah, we don't celebrate our anniversary. We don't well, like to show but, our, but you know it's yeah. going to happen. We so don't yeah. like to show you our probably age. get drunk. 
Yeah. Uh, what did we do for the last anniversary? We got sat around. It was uh, me, you, and the staff, and Robert, and yeah, we opened a bottle of cheap champagne and toasted. And was it a bottle? No, I think no, it was Bollinger bro. Was it? Yeah, it was Bollinger. Oh. Oh, well, we got a we drank <laughs> a bottle of champagne. The official champagne of the Queen. <laughs> we drank champagne. No, it wasn't Bollinger. We didn't get it in. Remember? Are you sure? Positive. We were drinking Jay Roger. Okay. Um, well, there you go. And we toasted just the, the staff. We have a very tiny staff. And then we went on our merry ways. Yeah. And then, that was, and then I think I went to Alsace Tunis. Did you? Really? Yeah. Oh. Afterward. Um, and we then don't you have the coloring book thing. The What else? We do the coloring book events. It's the last Wednesday of every month, I believe. No. It, it kind of varies between months. Uh, we try to do it between the second or third Wednesday of the month. Um, it's, it's actually pretty fun. If you've yeah. never done it, um, it's pretty soothing. It's it's therapeutic, it's you know, it and it's relaxing. Uh, you. Whether you whether you come in, well, whether you come in and you you color and you have a drink, or whether you take it with you and then you have a drink at home. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's it's fucking soothing. Like, it's coloring is not. It used to. Be, I mean, I'm sure it was a sigma, you know, like two or three years ago, but now it's it's you color because it's soothing. I hate coloring. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I did a coloring event at Grey Dog one time, and I ripped up the paper, threw it on the ground, and sat there. Well, <laughs> because it gave me anxiety. Nobody's ripped the paper yet. <laughs> Not yet, because yeah. I haven't colored there yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. actually, that, that's right. You work Wednesdays. So I work Wednesdays. Yeah. I work every Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have our ramen dinners. Um, mm. I still need to go to so, one of those. Yeah, I gotta say, and and I say this every single time that that we bring up the ramen dinner. So this is the way that I met the chef that does the ramen dinners. His name is Enrique Lozano. Mexican as can be. Okay, Lower Valley. Excuse me. Uh, lower <laughs> Valley and everything, right? Yep. So when I was at Luchador downtown, uh, one of the owners, uh, he brought him in. So what Enrique used to do, and actually what he still does now, is he has an Instagram page and he has his phone number on there. Uh, he loves ramen. He's super passionate about it. Um, if you call him up and you say, hey, I'm having a special event, or hey, you know what? I want to have uh, two bowls of ramen or four bowls of ramen, whatever it is. Um, he'll make it. He'll go to your house. He'll cook it. He'll wash your dishes. He'll serve you. That's insane. And then he'll leave. Wow. Um, and all because he wanted his own place. He wanted his own food truck or his own place. Um, you know, I kind of like kept it, you know, yeah. in my in my head. And then when I opened Tradecraft, I called him up, said, let's do this, dude. Um, we don't have a kitchen, uh, but we, 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 we make do. And uh, so the guy comes in, serves, makes his own broth, makes his own noodles from scratch. Um, has the best or makes the best tofu I've ever had in my life. Mm. I don't like tofu. Um, I never liked tofu before then, uh, but it's the best tofu that I've ever had, period. Um, so he makes it, and then we pair it with, uh, you know, certain beers from whatever brewery we decide to do it, you know, then. Um, but it's damn good ramen, man. And what I appreciate the most about the whole thing is the hunger, you know, the ambition, yeah. the, the, the work ethic to say, you know what, man, like, I don't have a place yet, but I want to, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to put myself out there to do it. Yeah. And he's done big events, man, like at, on the west side, in the Willows, uh, at uh, the Country Club. And and he, he doesn't care, man, because that's just the way he is. He has that ambition and yeah. that drive to do it. And that that's so cool. Just on, on a local level for some guy to do that. Yeah. And then he left, and he went to Chicago and uh, worked at Next. Okay. Um, which is – yeah, exactly. Um it's owned by a Michelin star group, so they they have a Michelin star in 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 their uh, in their restaurant group. Um, learned a lot. Uh, the way El Paso is, it brought him back because of personal reasons, which yeah. I won't get into. Um, but he came back, 
and uh, we're doing our first ramen dinner. Uh, now that it airs, um, mm-hmm. well, now when this airs, it'll be the second one, but we're doing our first one this month, and uh, I'm so excited. Uh, not just so much because of the business aspect, but because it's a local guy, ambitious as hell, um, and he, he just, he want he's hungry, you know? Uh, excuse a pun, but he, he does some really cool shit. So um, if you guys ever get a chance to go to rum dinner, I highly suggest you guys do so. Uh, they sell out within an hour, if not less. Uh, this time it was 30 minutes. Yeah, it was 30 minutes. Um, oh, you guys sold out already? In 30 minutes, yeah. Nice. We sold out the same day, yeah. Um, and there's a reason why they sell out. Um, and he does some great stuff. And at the end of the dinner, uh, he comes by, he goes to every single table. He talks to every single person that's there. He, gives, he, he asks, give me the good, give me the bad. Um, it, it's, it's humbling yeah. as, a, as a current business owner to have somebody who doesn't own a business come in and be so humble and so uh, driven to yeah. do something like that. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It really is. You don't got to go to L.A. to get some cool shit like this. No. No. Oh, yeah. and, you know, we got it all in our backyard. Yeah. And it's local boy. It's yeah. a local boy, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's not Japanese. He's not Korean. <laughs> he's not Chinese. <laughs> no, you know? that's why we but insist. Has, yeah, but he has a passion for, the, for, the, yeah. for, for what he does, yeah. you know, and, and he does some really cool stuff. Have you, you've had his ramen, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's it's great, man. It's it's fucking amazing. The, the key word that I heard right now was local, and that's I think about what both of our businesses about the Black Orchid and Tradecraft and Hockey oh Hockey. yeah, we're all about local. We're all mm-hmm. about local, all about local. You have to. That's something that I noticed yesterday, and it was it was kind of funny. And I told Juan you know, just before we wrap up, real quick, um, we were at Joe Benny Bronson, and this girl that works there, she started making her own teas, and she starts putting them on the shelf, and I'm like, you've made these, and she's she like, was? yes. No, okay. I don't remember her. I don't even remember her her name. What but color was her hair? She has short hair. She works at Joe Benny uh, okay. Glasses. Okay. Really okay. nice. Yeah. But she starts making. Like, she told me that she no, started making her own mixes of tea and all that. And I told Juan, I'm like, you know what? This town has so much talent. Yeah. So much potential. And the sad part is that there's people out there that are not willing to support that or see it yeah or see it because they have the wrong idea that local means expensive and that is not true that is a or it means amateur yeah yeah because they'd rather go to applebee's and get the 20 dollar meal that is you're gonna end up paying even more because i mean it's just uh, for the record they microwave their sticks just that is a powerful ass microwave gross yeah they microwave their sticks they they pre-grill them and then they leave them there and then they microwave them (laughs) (laughs) just letting you guys know because i've been on that side i've 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 never worked at applebee's but i i I kind of know yeah well there you go and and that's the problem because there's so much potential here and it just we're trying really hard to support it and put it out there go local please go local ew microwave steak go local guys all right thank you for listening um, share, like, subscribe. We are on Google Play now. You can find us on there if you're an Android lover. Um, what else do we have going on, Michelle? Well, that's it. That's it. Thank you guys for coming. I really thank appreciate you, you guys us. doing this. Yeah, thank you. Thank Should you. Have. Yeah. It was fun a second time, but I got real serious this time. Good. <laughs> we'll keep on good. talking after this. Okay, right. sounds good. Yeah. All right. Thank so. you for listening. We love you guys. Thank you. Follow love us you. Facebook, Instagram. Send us messages. Okay, that vote is. for us on WhatsApp thing, whatever. It's going to be done by the time this yeah, goes it's out? I be don't done. Know. No, I don't. I think we might be in second round. Oh, okay. Okay. Jeez. Vote for me too. Bye. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.